yelling at each other and I'm like, I quit. All right, guys, we're going live. All right. Wow, now there's only two minutes to go get a beer. And greetings, 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 and welcome to the Soul Citizens. I'm Griffin Gaming not RPG. Hearing not hearing me. Um, that's interesting. How about now? Are you hearing me? I'm hearing you now. Okay, hold on. The stream was here. There we go. We got weren't. sound on Twitch. Yeah, the, the issue was you weren't hearing me, but the stream was hearing me. Sorry about that. Hi, go. everybody. I'm Griffin Gaming RPG, and welcome back to another week of the Soul Citizens. And we're here today with the topic of tips and tricks. And I'm here, first of all, let me start with my right, which is your left, to the man himself, FC Fastcart. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me again. Good, good, good. What do you mean, thank you for having you? You're here just as much as I am. What are you talking about? About trying to be polite here, okay? <laughs> I've been acting up on stream, asking for what I'm trying to be on my best behavior. Okay, okay. fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> and we also have back as one of our guests. So uh, he's been here before. You guys know him as Kai Zen. Kai, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm fantastic. How you doing, Griff? Doing good, doing good. Good to uh, have you back on the show again. Uh, those yes, of you yes. guys who don't know who Kai is, I'm going to let Kai tell some of you who he is and what he does. Kai, tell folks about you and Black Sky Legion. 
Well, uh, we are a group of miscreants that are made up largely of Marines in their underwears, flying spaceships, and drinking beer. Uh, <laughs> we play Star Citizen, No Man's Sky. Lately, I've been playing a lot of Mars uh, Horizon. Yeah, yeah. We you play Elite and all of these different things. We're, uh, yeah, we're just we're just chilling and having fun. You have Hello and happy 4th of July, everybody. Yeah, man. Same happy 4th to of you. July. Same to you. You've been talking about that Mars Horizon thing like crazy. Like I, and I, I did go take a look at it. My brain's just not ready yet. I'm still immersed no in worries. a couple other things, and it's like, oh, I can't pick this up. So... <laughs> Uh, some I joked around last week, but I have been dealing. My OCD has been soothed by power wash simulator. That's what I've been doing is nice. power washing stuff. So uh, I had to find something that's completely non. That you have to use your brain for, and this thing is stressing me out too. So I don't know if that's the best thing for me to be doing. But uh, mm. anyway, that's what I've been doing recently. <laughs> uh, look, we're gonna jump into it uh, for this week. Uh, you guys make sure that you guys check out Black Sky Legion on Friday evenings. They have really great conversations talking about he didn't he didn't get all into this but they cover all the stuff especially space genre uh they talk about tv programs also and movies but they really focus in on the games that many of us are interested in playing and so check them out uh they're on twitch and youtube friday evenings i think my time is 7 p.m central but you guys come on what is it eastern eight o'clock is that your time yeah. Kai? eight eastern uh 8 p.m eastern friday nights uh, yeah, and like you said, we talk about NASA and, and SpaceX and TV shows and movies and video games and yep. all, all of the stuff. Books. Books. Yep. We had a big review of uh, Project Hail Mary last week. Phenomenal book. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing in the chat control FC Kai if you can. Is that a sound thing? Am I, is my sound high or low or something? <laughs> no, no, he's no. just telling you to keep to keep. <laughs> Somebody wants somebody to keep somebody under control is all they're saying. So yeah, yeah. right on, right on. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, we're gonna jump right into it. This week, our show is on tips and tricks. Um, this kind of came up because even though I've been playing Star Citizen now for, geez, too long. Let's just say it's been eight years at least. Um, there are still things in the game I'm learning. Still little nuances, little workarounds, all types of stuff that I realize that I do all the time and uh, don't think twice about. Then there are some that I don't know that I still go into my Discord with my org and ask and people say, oh, just do this. And I'm like, oh my God, I wish I'd known that eight months ago. All types of cool oh, stuff out there. Ago. Eight years ago, yeah, exactly. Um, there are things uh, in relation to how I can make the performance of Star Citizen better things that I can do to make my gameplay experience better. Um, <clears throat> little simple mistakes that you can avoid doing. That's kind of what this whole show is gonna be about. And we're gonna rely on the expertise of FastCart, Kai, and myself to share the things that we can tell you. And hopefully chat, there are some things that you'll know. You can put those things in the chat to help other players too. This is gonna be a great guide for people who are new to the game, who maybe just got in recently. It's also going to be a refresher for maybe some of you who've been in the game for since the very beginning. Hopefully we'll share some stuff with you that you will say, wow, I didn't know that. And I'm definitely going to look into it and hopefully it'll make your game experience better. We are in update 3.17.1 right now, getting ready to go to point two, which is in PTU. And there are still things that we can share, even going into this new patch that we think will be helpful uh, for you to be able to get around in the game a little bit more. So. Let's go ahead and jump into it. 
Uh, first off, let's start at one of the places that a lot of people don't think about, and I'm going to have a real big speech about this in a second, and that's dealing with something that everybody has to have, which is hardware. Um, the things that we've got listed that we're going to talk about right now are the SSD, the GPU, the RAM, and the controllers. Uh, and we want to talk about like what's needed to play the game. Uh, let me start out with, uh, I'm gonna start with Kai cause you're the guest. Um, Kai, talk to me about your experience with hardware when it comes to the game. Were any of these things that we have listed on the screen a factor for you? We'll, we'll cover controllers later cause I know there's a lot of variety there, but when we talk about GPU, CPU, mm -hmm. SSD, give me some thoughts on it. We should have put even CPU out there. I should have put that out there. Any words, thoughts about hardware requirements for the game? So I bought Star Citizen somewhere around, I don't know, 3.6 or 7. And I went to play it. And my computer at the time, I was on a potato computer. Mm -hmm. I didn't have an SSD drive. Mm -hmm. And it just, it was not going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. So I literally just said, oh, well, that's $40 I wasted for now. <laughs> and whatever, I'll get to it when I get to it. And, you know, a year or two later, whatever, bought myself a, a new computer that could run it super, no problem. Mm -hmm. And uh, started playing it around 312 and had a great time. Um, as far as the actual, uh, you know, concerns, CPU, GPU, this, that, and the other, the biggest thing by far I would tell everyone is... You have to put Star Citizen on an SSD or don't play it. It's mm. just going to be a hassle. It's not going to be worth it. Now, there's a lot of things that they're continuing to do with Vulcan and all the stuff that's coming up in the next couple of months mm. where it's becoming progressively just more and more playable. And I think a lot of people are intimidated by Star Citizen and expect that it's just not playable mm -hmm. on their computers and would be shocked to find that it runs just fine on a lot of their computers with the one huge asterisk of put it on an SSD or don't play it. It's just, if you can't, and, and I think 99% of everybody has SSDs these days, but, but if you don't, just don't do it because you're going to have a bad time and you're going to blame the game for what's not the game's fault. It needs, it just needs to be on an SSD. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit because I think that, you know, there've been people who we actually did a post not too long ago on our Saturday show talking about why do you have to have an SSD? Why is that such a big deal? There are a lot of players that still play on HDDs, right? There are a lot of people who have their whole freaking Steam account on an SSD because it's just a lot of games and stuff. But for Star Citizen, load-in times are a big deal. And one of the problems that a lot of people have with the game is when th things don't load in quickly enough, there are things that will happen in the game that will become a cascade effect. Now, mind you, performance is definitely going to be affected frame rates are going to be affected uh but there's so much data that's being pumped out for this game to the client uh that having it on a hard drive will just make as kai said your experience just not a real good one now back in the day when we all first got into this game most of us were on hard drives Oof, and, and it worked semi semi that, well this is this is back when ssds were barely out there or very expensive and most of mm -hmm. us tolerated but the game was much smaller we were talking mm -hmm. about just the hanger module or just uh, yeah, arena like commander 15 gig versus 50 gig exactly exactly so it is a huge requirement fc you could talk about this a little bit because you just within the last year did a major upgrade to your computer your computer was 10 years old and, and let me say something about that 
when this game first came out, Chris Roberts, the, uh, the initial thing was that to run Star Citizen, you would have to have a high-end rig. That was the mm -hmm. that was going to be it. It was no, you know, medium ground or whatever. As time went on, he said he wanted to make it accessible so that people who had a pretty average computer could play the game and have a good gaming experience. But I'm going to do real world here with Fastcar because Fastcar can tell you the performance differences between his computer from literally when he started signing up for Star Citizen until just most recent. So why don't you tell him a little bit about how your performance changes were between those two computers? I had like a, a 10 year old PC, like you said, but my graphics card was 970. So that was my 2016, so maybe five years old. Mm -hmm. So I had a pretty decent graphics card, but um, it, it wasn't the best at the time, especially like a year ago. And I was getting uh, 25, 20 FPS, depending on, on, on the area. And it, it, I had my my game on the on an SSD, thankfully. There was a time when I, sometime when I would run out of space on my SSD, I would put the Star Citizen on my, on my hard drive between patches and, and leave it alone. But this one time, or a few times, I forgot that I put it on, the, on I left it on a, on a hard drive and the experience was not awful, but I noticed that I, I thought it was I thought it was a bad patch rather mm. than my, 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 my hard drive because it took forever to, for certain certain scenes to load in. It um the the initial start time was like I wanna say two minutes instead of like, you know, forty five seconds or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it it, 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 was, it was really noticeable, but it, it, it did work, but it, I wouldn't say it was quite playable okay but okay. then like last year like you said i went to a 5950 um x amd i went from a went to a 2080 super um nvidia graphics mm -hmm. card and um 64 gigabytes of ram oh yeah the other thing is, uh, is about ram they say 16 gigabytes is you know minimum i would say, i want to say like maybe don't do eight and whatever you do don't try eight but maybe 32 is um probably optimal for, for that but 16 can, 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 can get you by but yeah um it was like night and day for me i noticed because i had a new graphic card there were certain effects that i didn't see on the 970 that i saw on on, on, on 2080 and it was um it, it, was, it was a way better experience i was getting I was getting like 30, 30 FPS, it, it, it increased my FPS, but now because of 317.1, it's like 60 or 50 FPS. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's that's key. It's moving up. It's moving up a good bit here in the last patch and, and over the next two patches, it's going to move up a lot. So Griff, what have been also, your experiences with hardware? Uh, that's what I was sitting here looking at. I was trying to pull up some notes here. Uh, for me, hardware-wise, I can't remember. It's been so long now. If I want to talk about what CPU I've had, I've always been using AMD. I wasn't doing Intel. I was doing a 3470 or I forget which which CPU it was for a while. And I was using a 1070 card. And about two years ago, I upgraded to a 2080 Super. And in I remember in 2016, I was running like FastCard said. I was running with about 16 gig of RAM. And I noticed by 2018 that it seemed like my the game was slowing down. My performance was just weird. And um, there weren't a lot of major, major patches in that time frame because we were still in the 3.0 series, 3.0 series. And so I remember I didn't get an SSD yet, but what I did, oh no, I did buy an SSD. And I noticed that the game was lagging more, but then I went from 16 to 32 gig. And I noticed honestly a 50% improvement in my game uh, within that two year period. Cause in 2016 it was ranked smooth, 2018 it was funky, upgraded, boom, everything, particle stuff was better, everything was better. 
Then, like I said, two years ago, I upgraded again. This time I went to 64 gig of RAM on my computer. This was a little bit more for future proofing and it is, it runs immaculately. Now, the one thing I do want to say is this, um, I've noticed, and I, please guys, I'm not saying this as Bible. I'm just telling you my experience going from 32 gig of RAM and a 1070 card. When I moved to the, the greater CP, my CP was a 3950 Mac, it was 3950 X, 3950 X. And then I'm running 64 gig of RAM and I'm running M2 drives now, SSDs. One of the things that I don't suffer from that I hear people talk about all the time is I don't die running up and down stairs. Mm. I don't fall through the floor off elevators. And um, there's one other thing. There's three things in particular that I hear people talk about all the time. Now, is that because of the hardware I have? I don't know. I don't think it's just because of that. Things such as your internet speeds. There's a whole lot of other things that can impact that. It may be just because I live in a good place with good internet service where I don't have those loading issues. But I will say this, the higher my hardware has been, there's some things that I don't experience that I hear other people talk about all the time. And I don't know if it's because of the rigs difference or internet speed or what, but I will tell you, um, you know, some people will tell, you know, you also have to be careful about check, chasing technology versus chasing this game. This game is always going to be getting upgraded and things are going to be happening. Um, uh, Kai, let me ask you this. What's your advice? Yes, Should sir. a person spend a lot of money on a game that's constantly in development uh, just so, because they want to get the optimum out of it? Or is it just like, dude, get what you need to get right now and just hold on because it's going to keep changing over time. So I want to give a shout out in the chat. I just saw Wolf Dragon said, hey, guys, Wolf Dragon is my tech guy. Okay. I, I'm going to be honest. Like I said, I described myself earlier as a Marine in my underwear drinking beer. I don't understand computers. I am an idiot with computers. <laughs> I know I have a 3080. I got it okay. like two weeks after they came out. I have a 3080. Nice. And I think I have 128 RAM, whatever that is. I don't like... When you were talking about, oh, I have an AMD 4732, whatever. I, I don't know what I have. I know that there's Intel and AMD. I have no clue what I have. Like literally when it comes to computer stuff, I, I get on TeamSpeak and Wolf does it. Like he organizes all of the stuff. So I, I don't even like, I would be the worst person on the planet to say like, hey, what's the best way to go about doing, like, I don't know, man. I just do what people tell me to do. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. I, I, would, I would say if you get a lot of enjoyment out of Star Citizen, mm -hmm. you know, maybe try to have like more kind of bleeding edge of the things of the CPU, GPU, DDR, whatever <laughs> stuffs. But like, also at the same time, you have to understand like, Star Citizen is still years from coming out. Mm -hmm. So don't right. don't don't blow ten grand on wow. like the, the the cutting edge, bleeding edge point. tech, and, and think like, well, this is good because like that the, whatever is the bleeding edge, whether you're talking about a stereo or a television or a computer. Like two years from now, the bleeding edge stuff that's like five times overpriced is going to be like like literally 
10 times cheaper, like two years from now. And the game's not even going to be out then. So just like kind of chill and, and, and like have some stuff, but like don't, don't build a computer for Star Citizen now. Build a computer for like top end games and it should be okay enough with Star Citizen is my thought. Okay. And sorry, that, sorry. Can I make a, make a point? Like, um, see if I can remember it real quick. Yeah, like, like Griffin said, um, when the game was first announced, 2012, um, see, Chris Roberts said that he wanted to make the game for a top-end computer, but later on, he said he, uh, a medium-tier computer which should be fine. So, like, when when I, when I first started in 2014, my computer was probably low-end um, back then, so it, it, it wasn't winning as well. But I noticed that, you know, it it, it, it didn't really, it, it, it did teeter off a bit, but it, it didn't teeter off as, as much as, as one would expect to, to, to for a game trying to keep up with, with current time. So I, it, it definitely <clears throat> case that now you, you, you can run a, a less hardware now than, than you could back in the day. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with Kai. You don't need to spend like $3,000 on the computer every two years to keep up with, with this game, yeah. if, uh, if that. Let me real and, quick. Let me real quick, Kai. Your 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 tech guy, Wolf Dragon, is in Discord, and he says that he'd be willing to jump in real quick and toss in some thoughts if that's okay. He would, is give, that you, cool? he would give you way better info than All I right. ever would because yeah, I don't know nothing. Yeah, let's bring Wolf in real quick. Hey, Wolf, how are you? Uh, he was here. <laughs> I stepped away, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, everyone. Oh, there How's he is. it going? Good, good, good. Hey, Wolf. Yeah, yeah, Wolf. There's something you want to share real quick about that. Yeah, so, I mean, when it comes to, to buying a PC, let, let's just start with the fact that not everybody knows how to build a PC. Let's mm -hmm. Go on to whatever website, a bunch of different ways they can do it. They can go to, like, Dell.com or any of the more curated, like, better ways of doing it. When they select what they want for RAM and stuff like that, most people don't have a damn clue. Mm -hmm. And there's reasons for that, and that's fine. Your, your normal entry-level rig, 8 gigs of RAM. Is that going to run Star Citizen right now? Oh, definitely not. It's, it's not optimized for it. It needs way more than that. Rule of thumb for a gamer build is you'll start at 16 gigs. It gives you plenty of overhead for doing whatever you want, especially like yourselves that do streaming and whatnot, which on top of playing whatever games while you're doing the stream, you need you need that extra memory to do stuff. 32 gigs is sort of regarded as like the gold standard. Mm -hmm. um, and this is still regardless of whatever you have for your graphics card. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the, the more better your graphics card, the better play in your games are going to be, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. Until you get something that's not really well written and optimized for it, which mm -hmm. Star Citizen and many other games have gone through their growing pains, and that's perfectly fine. Star Citizen in specific has gotten way better. Mm -hmm. Um when you start talking 64, 128 gigs of RAM, you're you're talking systems that are fundamentally not meant for gaming, mm -hmm. but can do it stupid well because they just have stuff to spare. Right. Um, hey, you're, you're, you're talking render rigs at that point. Mm -hmm. No, nobody, nobody's and, doing that. And let me say, let me say games. this. Let me say this too. The reason why my 64 gig is there is because I do multitask and do video production. So I, I do want to put that on as a caveat. It wasn't because of Star Citizen. 
So there I just, I just want to make sure that you that, that have is the, deal. the use mm-hmm. case to use it. Right, exactly. And I'm not recommending people get 64. That's why I was saying no, I'm not making that. that as viable. I, I was just telling did. people that that's what the deal was, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. So what would you recommend for somebody who's coming in to play Star Citizen? They really enjoy it. And they say, I want to get the, the best experience, but also bang for the buck. What would you say for GPU, RAM, and CP? What would you look at? All right. Let me let me uh, go over here and punch in DX Diag real fast. Make it real fast because um, I got I got forty other topics to cover. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no kidding. So back when um, I first bought Star Citizen, which was about you know eighteen months or so ago, mm-hmm. I had a RX five seventy uh, video card, mm-hmm. which is sub sub bad tier. It uh, didn't work out so well. Mm-hmm. An older GPU. Everything was limited, um, so I needed to buy something new then. Uh, what I have currently is what I would argue to be overkill. I've got a 6800 XT video card, which mm-hmm. is going to be the what is it? The three eight, the 3080 30 equivalent. 80. Okay. Um, I don't think you need a 3080. Um, okay. A 3000 series video card, even the low tier, um, would work just fine. Okay. Um, but to be honest, if you can get your hands on a 2080 Ti, mm-hmm. you'd be golden. Mm-hmm. And with the prices of GPUs doing what they've done, some mm-hmm. people haven't, some people don't. Mm-hmm. Spend your money accordingly. I'm not your dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that you need to get a, a CPU that's that's one of the more modern ones. Mm-hmm. Take your pick. Um, don't focus on core count because nobody's doing multi-threaded really well. Right. Even when multi-thread comes in, as long as you've got eight cores, you're overkill. Six cores are probably going to be just fine by the time multi-threading mm-hmm. and working parallel processing is actually quote, unquote, the norm. And again, 16 uh, gigs of RAM is okay. a good starting point. And when you're doing a system build... If you can get 16 gigs of RAM, mm-hmm. put it on two sticks, not mm-hmm. on one, right. so that you can yeah. split across that dual channel mm-hmm. um, stuff. Mm-hmm. And that also gives you the ability later on, provided it's not too much later, you can buy the same RAM and throw another 16 gigs in side by side and, and give yourself 32, 32 on dual channel, and you've not broken any rules. Okay. So you've not gone beyond budget Mm -hmm. but you've also given yourself the ability to upgrade for the future without having to rebuild a rig awesome that's great thank you just about two cents no that's great thank you that gives guys he gave you guys a really good place to start for those of you who uh like they said want to invest and make sure you get a rig that's i think that those are great numbers that he gave they're optimal wolf dragon thanks a lot man thanks for dropping in okay thank you glad to help great tech help thank you before we move on, I just want to co- cover real quick. Don't forget, don't spend all your money on on, on just the, the 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 core components of, of the PC. You have to have you have to have to think about your keyboard, your joystick, or whole task, or whole size, whatever your peripherals. So Which we're going to talk about next. Yeah, we're going to talk about that next. In fact, thank you, Wolf Dragon, again for helping us out with that. Kai, thank you. You got a good tech guy there. Let me say one thing to you, people who have just tons of money. You have nothing else to do with your money. <laughs> give it to me <laughs> let me tell you what my experience was and i don't have tons of money but i'm going to tell you what my experience was remember i told you the rig i had before and the rig i have now it was weird kai this is a piece of story that you'll appreciate okay before i built my new computer i logged out and some people have heard this story before i logged out in the reclaimer mm-hmm. okay 
I logged out. Got rid of the old computer, built the new one, came back in four days later. Mm-hmm. I saw stuff in the reclaimer that I'd never seen before. Nice. Mm-hmm. There were things such as particle effects, dust flying around, all types of weird stuff that I didn't see before. Now, as somebody who has invested heavily in this game, let me tell you how I felt. I felt like for two to three years, all the money I had invested in this game, I was not being able to see and appreciate because my computer couldn't handle it. Does that make sense? I think so. that's an, oh. So I'm saying, so from an investment standpoint, Mm-hmm. And feeling like, am I getting my value out of the game for what I have spent? Now, mind you, if you've only spent 45 bucks on the game, don't go out and build no super rig. <laughs> okay. Right, right. <laughs> you get my point. I'm saying I've invested enough money in the game that for me, it was justifiable to get the optimum rig finally. Because I I, normally I don't buy optimum rigs. Normally I buy a rig based upon my budget. This particular time, I said, I'm buying what I want. And what I did yeah, get back I, from Star I mean, Citizen. <laughs> was stuff that I never expected visually, graphically, because mm. I spent that money. And I'm not telling people about to spend way. stupid money. You are too fast car because you did the same thing, right? Because I, like, 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 like I said before, I did, I, I did my first PC in 10 years, like two, literally 2011 to 2021. Mm-hmm. So and it's, it's, I, I, I've upgraded the, uh, I put in an SSD and I put in uh, a new graphics card and that's about it. A new hard drive sometimes whenever mm-hmm. I run out of space. But other than that, it's, 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 it's basically a 10 year, 10 year old computer. So I built my new computer thinking I'm not gonna build another computer or upgrade for like three to five years, mm-hmm. or, or, or I, I'm definitely going to keep the uh, m- the most core components, but I'll probably upgrade the graphics card again. Mm-hmm. I've never bought a top-end GPU with 5950X, never done that before. Mm-hmm. I've never bought a top-end graphics card, 2080 Super, never done that before. I've already kept to the, to, to, the, to the 70s, like the 470, 670, 970. I've always done that. Never bought a, 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 a 80 before. So I'm keeping this, I, 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 I'm trying to future-proof myself in, in, when I built this. So mm-hmm. if you're yeah. investing, yeah, that, 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 that's a good point you're making. Yeah. I would say the last thing I would say on this subject is this. If money is a concern for you, like I think it is for 90% of the people out there, Mm -hmm. like it is for me, Mm -hmm. the one piece of advice I would give is I think maybe there are some people that play Star Citizen that will buy multiple $800 to $1,000 ships and they might be playing on some hardware has got some age to it and i would just say that if money is a factor for you then i would strongly recommend that you make sure that while you keep you know i'm not your dad i'm not telling you what to do with your money but while you keep doing you know buying ships and doing things to uh support the 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 development of the game if that's important to you that you also make sure that you put money into keeping your your hardware up to date Mm -hmm. if if money is not a factor to you if you're stupid rich let me just say (laughs) saint jude's children cancer research go Mm -hmm. for it Mm -hmm. love you yeah good stuff okay all right let's hit one more area we hit on the top three here that you guys see on the screen actually four we talked about cpus too but controllers fast card what recommended controllers do you use i mean for you this is just you know what do you think is good things to have for star citizen 
For, for me, I typically use my a stick and and keyboard. I don't try to use my, my mouse too, too much, but I try to keep my hand on, on a stick as, as much as possible. Okay. Uh, but, that, but that's only because I'm, I'm one-handed. Okay. But we're going to talk about software later on. We can get more into voice attack, but that's the other thing. Okay. Right. I, it was I, some I, controllers. I, uh -huh. can, I, can we take a second to really focus on that? And I don't want to in any yeah. way make fast card uncomfortable or mm -hmm. single him out in a negative way i'm trying to single him out in a positive way mm -hmm. for people that are differently abled that have different mobility issues and or you know some of us that are playing it are older we have eyesight issues yep. me personally i i'm differently abled in that i'm i'm partially colorblind you know and fast cart has hey, different uh, i would say probably uh like uh, uh hand manipulation or mm -hmm. whatever uh situations going on like, I think it's important that we highlight the fact that Star Citizen, as far as I'm aware, and, and I don't know, I don't know all games, but Star Citizen really goes out of its way to give you lots of uh, controller options mm -hmm. and different uh, options for people that have different kind of uh, uh, capabilities or mobility issues, uh, eyesight issues, hopefully going forward down the road, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, I just wanted to highlight that, that FastCart, it was an important thing. FastCart says, hey, I basically operate one-handed, mm -hmm. so I use a stick and a keyboard. Like, that might not make sense for a lot of people who don't have the same mobility issues, but it's very cool that that is a thing. Absolutely. In fact, many of you guys <laughs> may remember several years ago, FastCart was highlighted in one of CIG's videos at uh, CitizenCon. Where he talked about that, right? Fast card. You mentioned about the fact yeah. that you were able that was, to uh, 2016, I think. 2016. Right, that that yeah. was one of the cool things that you could play the game as a person who has that disability or mm -hmm. the ability. Uh, but the fact that they highlighted that, which is great, and there, and he's not the only one. There have been other people. Yeah, Fast uh, tell you. I gotta give a shout out to Lee Feet. He, he played with, with just his feet. Mm -hmm. Starts at the same. Yeah. Hell yeah. Kick ass. Yeah. Absolutely. And that was the year. Let's not forget. That was the year. 2016 was the year that. Literally, because FastCart needed to get a new chair, he was like, I'm not going to CitizenCon this year. And the community pitched in and was like, yeah, you are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Very yeah, I cool. appreciate that. Very yeah, cool. I'm, always, I'm still very, great, very, very, very for the community for that, so thank you. Absolutely. Kai, what about you? Uh, controllers that you would recommend? So, uh, I have twin Verpal, uh, uh, Constellation Alpha, Delta, whichever one is the newer mm -hmm. six on VPC Warbird bases mm -hmm. with dual stream decks. My right hand has access to a mouse on a pad. My left hand has access to uh, this keypad, whatever. Mm -hmm. I am stupid overkill. Um, this setup, it's mounted onto the, onto a, 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 a what do you call it, a Secret Labs chair. This, everything mm -hmm. is mounted. Mm -hmm. the, the system was designed by uh, uh, Wolf Dragon from mm -hmm. before, who, who literally welded two bases that fit onto the standard uh, Monster Tech mm -hmm. bases that hold my two Streamlabs that hover just above my left and right hand off the sticks. Okay. okay. This is like $4,000 worth of stupidity. Mm -hmm. um, I can tell you this, before I had this, I had an X52 Pro mm -hmm. that also was phenomenal. I mm -hmm. mean, this is better, I'm not gonna lie, but this is $4,000. Right. That setup that I had before for $250 was mm -hmm. like 80% as good. Yeah. 
Yeah. I cannot enough recommend the X52 Pro for people on a budget mm -hmm. who are like, hey, I want to, you know, yeah. get into this. Yeah. After, if you if you happen to be single like me and you don't have a wife and kids to yell at you about it, then yeah, for sure, spend four grand on Monster Tech mounts and uh, twin Verpal sticks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And can I, I, can I just say I, I didn't I didn't spend too, first too much on my on my stick. I just have a Thrustmaster T sixteen thousand. That seems to be like the entry model for um for sticks. Yeah. And just one. I don't have to do two hand obviously. Well, I was gonna say that the T sixteen hundred is, and one of the reasons why we're mentioning controllers to you all. And mind you, we're talking about Star Citizen. We're not talking about any other gaming. Mm -hmm. What you do find is everybody at some point, you know, when you come in, just about probably everybody's at mouse and keyboard when it first starts. They might move to a joystick, one or two joysticks, uh, throttle. Some people go whole size where they've got two sticks. Uh, some people have got two sticks, a keyboard and a mouse. What, yep. what we're saying is that you can you can get a better experience from the game the more you expand. I was playing HOTAS for, uh, boy, about two years. Then I stopped. I had the T16000 with the throttle, and then I went back to mouse and keyboard for the last three years. And just this last year, I went finally and got VKBs and, 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 and now I'm doing dual stick. And mm -hmm. so it's true enough. This is another one of those things where we talk about things that are in the game that you don't know about. When I mentioned about that graphics card and CPU change, how I saw things in the game, we can tell you hardware wise, the same thing too. If you step up and expand your hardware opportunities, some people are using pedals, sticks, all types of stuff. You'll find out that there's more to the game than what meets the eye. So talk to people, plenty of videos out there, plenty of stuff. If mouse and keyboard, I was flying with a guy a couple of weeks ago, I would have swore he was flying with sticks, pedals, everything. He's a no Griff, I'm doing mouse and keyboard. This guy was winging it like I couldn't believe <laughs> with a freaking mouse and keyboard. Our point is find what works for you and what yeah. can maximize your gameplay. And you may find that your gaming experience is better and better and better. Okay, let's move on. We got to get out of this hardware area and let's jump into the next one, which is software. We're talking about game glass, talk about voice attack and HCS packs. Uh, Kai, are you using any of those at all? Okay, I have all three of these. Okay. I don't really use them in okay. Star Citizen. Fair enough, yeah. A lot of people have bought them and tried them out and, you know, they don't do it. You know, uh -huh. that's fine. Fast Cart, what about you? Uh, voice attack and HCS voice pack for me. I haven't tried game glass. Uh, yeah, but okay. yeah, voice attack is my main thing. Okay, okay. Um, voice attack works out good for you. No problems with it. Uh, yes, and plus also, um, HS voice pack just had an update for three seventeen point one, so it may have to do another one for two. But yeah, HS voice pack typically, whenever there's major changes in the keybind and stuff like that, they they, they put out an update. Mm -hmm. So I, I appreciate them, and, and the updates are free. Once you once you buy the thing, you can you, they they they'll keep it keep it up to date. And you know, maybe maybe every six for four to six months, but they they typically do, do a great job. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, yeah. Voice the one thing I would go, go, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. No. Go, ahead. go, go. So the one uh, word of warning I would give is if you're interested in voice attack, I would say very, very strongly get it now because they've literally just posted a thing saying that in the next couple of months they're going to switch. The way that they have it set up now is you get voice attack, so you can get the the wharf or the 
Kirk mm -hmm. or the like the different voice packs. My favorite yeah. is I, I forget her name. I can't think of her name just at the moment, but there's a chick that she is an astrophysicist that works for NASA that was part of the Cassini program. Mm -hmm. Uh that she she has her voice pack on there. She's my favorite. I have like eight voice packs, but mm -hmm. On their website, they've said they're transitioning right now. The way they have it set up is if you buy a voice pack, you get it for all the games that they support. They're yeah. going to just switch now coming up soon to where you have to buy it for each game. game. So if you yeah. if you buy the Cassini chick for Star Citizen, you won't have her for Elite or vice versa. Mm -hmm. well, before so you get them if all. you're interested, get them real quick because they're about to switch. Yep. And I think they're having a buy one, get get another one half off. Like, like you get two games for 1.5 um, for, for the price of one and a half, mm -hmm. I believe. Maybe that ended. Uh, uh, they, do it in the, they do it in the summer usually, yeah. Yeah. And just so you guys will know, Voice Attack is a, a program that you do buy separately. So you get voice attack that runs around nine bucks, 10 bucks US. Uh, and then after that, you, uh, now, by the way, when you use voice attack, one of the problems that people don't do or don't like to do is the training. The voice training is important. Spend time yeah, doing the training. The more you train, keep doing it, keep doing it. When you're doing nothing, just do the voice training. It will make your recognition much better. It, it'll recognize. Okay. But trust me, if you do the training, I mean, do at least four, five, six, seven, eight times. You'll make the experience better. The, the game will get used to the nuances of how you speak and you won't have to repeat yourself or yell things out because it starts to understand you a lot better. For the another, HCS- Another thing, another thing is don't, don't use like RTX voice or NVIDIA broadcast or maybe even like- um, Anything that's noise canceling. Like, yeah, anything that's gonna anything do any that type of audio management. You can, you can mess it up. Mm -hmm, absolutely. The HCX packs, as Kai mentioned, a lot of celebrity names behind them stars, Tom Baker, William Shatner, Nemo, all these different people find a voice out there that you like. They're all really good. You can combine the voices, have a crew of people that'll speak to you. This is all this helps with the immersion of playing the game. I do want to go back to Game Glass. Game Glass, as you guys know, was made up by some folks who were actually Star Citizen backers. Uh, they created using your phone or your tablet, a touch display that matches your MFDs. You can customize it. You can make them the way you want to even, which is really cool. There's some pre-made uh, te templates that are already there, but if you uh, want to have something much more tactile, not monkeying around with a keyboard or keypad, but all this stuff's laid out where if you're a miner, you can have just the mining screen there. You can bring out your laser, your, your com consumables, all that stuff right there. It's really, really cool. And it even works on a cell phone if you don't have a tablet. And it's reason it is you, it's actually manageable. It's not so small that you can't see and touch things. Uh, so take a look at Game Glass. Take a look at Voice Attack. Take a look at ACX packs for software. These are all things just to enhance the immersion of your gameplay in the game. And FC, go ahead. Oh, and people have, people are suggesting some kind of voices that um that they they would love to hear. Like um Blues is, is recommending uh, he wants to talk, Clint Eastwood, please. Um, if you have a suggestion of, of someone you want to hear, submit it to uh, ACS Voice Pack. And, and if they get enough people, you never know. Maybe they'll, they'll make a voice pack out of it. Yeah, absolutely. In response to your statement, Fastcart, and in response to Bluesy. There actually is one that's like a high plains drifter. It's basically a dude oh, yeah. doing a Clint Eastwood uh, impersonation. And he's like, hey, I forgot who it is. You mm -hmm. want me to raise? You want me to deploy weapons? Let's go, cowboy! <laughs> it's so there. That actually is there already. Yeah. Go check it out. Yep.
Jay, yes, thank Dr. Eileen. Sorry, Dr. Eileen mm -hmm. Perez. Oh my God, I absolutely love her. Yep, thank she you. She is who I want in. to be when I grow up. <laughs> Thanks for throwing that in, Jay. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Okay, let's uh, move on past software now. Let's uh, jump into the website, the RSI website, the terror that it is that people are always scared <laughs> about. Uh, you know, the website has been through its transitions and changes. Um, in the beginning, people just some people went to the website, it was no problem, but a lot of people went to the website and it was just difficult to understand. So we wanna highlight some things that we wanna tell you to take a look at because it's very easy to miss these areas and not think about them, even if you've been around for a while. There is a frequently asked questions section on the, on the um, computer, I mean, on the website. And if you go there, it will tell you how to start a ship, how to take off, how to jump into quantum, how to do, all that stuff is there on the website. They also, have put little videos on there, the links to tell you where you can go to learn these things. The Galactopedia, that is our in-game encyclopedia of information that is constantly being expanded all the time. Do not discount this. The Galactopedia is the thing to tie you into the lore of the game. Some of this stuff you really wanna start learning and finding out about because as the game and the universe expands, that's where you're gonna find the information. You may run across an object one day and find something in some loot box or on some derelict or somewhere and think it's a piece of junk only to find out that it was something that was extremely valuable. But if you don't know the lore and know about these items, it may be something that you will miss out on. And they've got everything from the different cultures, the races, the ships, all types of stuff in there, uh, different landing zones, planets, moons, all that stuff is in there. Um, after that, we've got the roadmap. You guys know about that in the progress tracker. If you want to find out about the progress of the game, where it moves, go look at that. The Arc Star map, we're doing a show next week on the Arc Star map. If you want to know about the systems, where there are wormholes, jump points, the different moons, atmospheres, all that stuff tied into the star map. And then of course, the telemetry. We were talking about our rigs earlier to find out where your computer lands in performance. If your computer can run the game well, or most optimized, you can use the telemetry page. Let me jump to you, Kai. Any of these you wanna focus on in particular that stand out for you? Ooh. Let me run through the list quickly. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm prefacing this by saying, I, I want you all to know this. If this is the first time you're seeing Star Citizen or Soul Citizens rather, or first time you're hearing my voice, know this. I love Star Citizen. I am a fanboy of Star Citizen. Just know that. Having said that, the website is hot garbage. Uh, <laughs> it, it is. And, and so that's why I wanted to preface this by saying like, cause I'm about to, I'm about to get real with this. And I think like, I need you to know, I love Star Citizen. I'm not trying to talk trash. Mm -hmm. The website is hot garbage. The frequently asked questions is okay. The Galactopedia is absolute gold, but you got to dig for it. Mm -hmm. The roadmap is not a roadmap. The mm -hmm. roadmap is, showing you it's a it's a progress tracker that doesn't track progress it literally mm. just says hey we're working on that thing that mm. doesn't that doesn't tell you anything about progress mm -hmm. the star map is is a dumpster fire the telemetry Aww. no it <laughs> is really? the star, no 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 wait wait i'm no. sorry the website star map i'm so wait oh, oh, yeah, we're the website the website star map is gold okay the star okay. map in oh, game, the game is, no, <laughs> is a dumpster fire okay. i'm sorry things were clarified no 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 the star map on the website is actually right. awesome and if we right. could get that in game, in game right. i would give right. my left yeah. never mind right uh 
telemetry is actually really good. Mm -hmm. So like that's going down the thing. Now, here's the thing. I kind of get why this all is what it is, is because they're spending their time and effort focusing on developing the game, not the website. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you right now, I would be absolutely shocked <laughs> if six months to a year before launch, they don't start really putting time and effort into the website and upgrading mm -hmm. all of this stuff because yeah. the, the star map and the telemetry are gold. Everything else you just listed there is meh at best. Mm -hmm. Um but like that's because the game is in alpha they're focusing on getting this stuff like you wouldn't want to really build a phenomenal website and have it linked to a lot of stuff that's dead ends because as they were doing game dev it dead ended so they didn't go with it so like this is just the thing you have to know if you love star citizen mm -hmm. as i do you just have to know that you're putting up with a substandard website for now yeah while they put smartly rightly so more time and effort mm -hmm. into the website stuff mm -hmm. or, or the the, in, the game development stuff and absolutely yes their keybinds wolf dragon in the chat mm -hmm. their keybinds are also hot garbage right now it's literally in game when you pull up the keybinds it like there's nine different places that set the same keybinds and they overlap and conflict and whatever but that's because it's not done cooking yet they're right. baking the cake still yeah. when they get to the point where the cake is baked then they need to go through and clean up all of the the duplications and mm -hmm. the, the the conflictions and the whatever mm -hmm. but as it stands now it needs work, it needs work. work. It's, it's you know what yeah. i think i would say this griff mm -hmm. it's alpha it's alpha and it's better than it was <laughs> i mean not to be funny when we yeah. got, when, is, we got this, when we got this we were like oh my god this is so much better but Overall, you're absolutely right. It has not progressed in the way that it should have. And I agree with you 100%. As more players are coming in and as the game becomes more player ready, uh, mm. then yes, you're right. The website has got to step up to that but, as well. You know, But that star map is gold in, oh, yeah. in, oh, yeah. in the website. Yeah. In game, the star map. Oh, no, no, no. We're just talking about the game, website. Yeah, absolutely. The star map is something you scrape off the bottom of your shoe. But in in the website, <laughs> The star map is gold. Right. That's right. how you really feel, Kai. Yeah. Fast <laughs> car feel. Yeah, fast car, real quick. Give us your thoughts on the website. Any of those areas in particular you want to focus on? I'll focus on the star map and, and probably the telemetry, but for the star map, like what it, I think it came out in 2016, 2017. That, that star map on the website, it won a whole bunch of awards. It was like a game, mm -hmm. a, a mini game in itself, so to speak. And it, it, it still holds up, and, it, and, it, and, it, and they try to keep it up to date whenever they, they the Lord doesn't match the, um, the star map. So yeah. I, I really like the star map. Um, oh, back in the day, they used to have a, um, I thank you for the follow. They, they used to have a um, woman in the galaxy. And, Ooh, and, and, sure. and, 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 and and they used the, the, the star map you know, exclusively for, for those. So I, I, I really like the, the star map. Yep. Telemetry kind of ties into what we were talking about before when it comes to hardware. Because mm -hmm. you can find like, if you're, if you're thinking about pricing, uh, putting together a PC and you want to try to fit something in, in your budget, you can see the performance of a particular build on uh, on telemetry yes. and see if you think you can handle that financially and handle that like um, gameplay-wise, aesthetically. 
Absolutely. So, uh, the, the telemetry is, is gold, too, in my opinion. Absolutely. Uh, can, can I just mention, like, you talk about how the, 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 the website has progressed. You see, me back in the day, they used to list all the packages on one place, and people were saying, wait, a $20,000 package? You want to spend that much on, on this game? And they, they got rid of that. And I think, and I think that the, the website has improved, definitely improved over the, over the year. Mm-hmm. Well, let's be well, clear. They didn't get rid of it. They hid it. <laughs> they hid it, yeah. So, yeah, you had to spend a certain amount of money. Also, we forgot about guides. Guides are important. Um, to, to help people to to to, 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 to play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what's and, under. Go ahead, go ahead, Kai. No, I just real quick and and briefly, it wasn't listed here, but Spectrum, Spectrum gets a mm. lot of hate. Mm-hmm. I think there's absolute gold in Spectrum. I think you have to have a little bit of whatever, but I, I feel I I do feel like largely Spectrum is really really underrated. There's mm-hmm. good information. There's good interaction. Uh, let me tell you something for people who might think like oh we're not getting enough contact from the devs or whatever as someone who came from elite dangerous i can tell you the level of engagement in spectrum between cig employees key employees who go on there and give actual information is amazing Mm -hmm. i love it no you're right it it it, it is um (laughs) A good source of information that you can find out there the devs do communicate with the community through there which a lot of people miss out on uh, many of them will respond to stuff just kind of spontaneously so i definitely recommend and, and the other thing that's nice is that i do like is the fact that they have it broken down by if you're interested in certain manufacturers certain ships uh certain topics that are broken down um so yeah definitely check out spectrum we, we should have put it on this list but i i dismissed it because it was it's a common thing and i was more focused on the things that people don't necessarily take a look at but yes definitely and yeah fc i want to give a, a quick shout out to the dev tracker too so that that that, that list the uh, individual um dev post uh, from spectrum yes absolutely absolutely Okay. Griff, what's your thoughts on the website and Collectopedia? And uh, well, I, you know, I just gave the overview on them. Uh, mm-hmm. The star map, I will say this about it. The star map, it's very easy to miss. They do do improvements to it from time to time. Vis- graphically, information-wise and everything, they, they do enhance it. Because I, was, I had been away from it for a long time. When I came back, I started noticing things that I hadn't seen before. So definitely take a look at the star map. Uh, Kai, as you mentioned, the roadmap is definitely a, a point for people to uh, understand how that works. Um, the roadmap is basically this is what we are tr- what we are working on and what we hope to put out. The progress tracker. Uh, I, I think uh, Jake uh, mentioned this in a couple of the bar citizens that we had uh, is that when you look at the progress tracker and you see a timeline, just because the timeline ends does not mean that it is ready to go at that point. It means that whatever that piece was that they were working on is done, but there could be something else that will come up and maybe we're not seeing it because something else needed to be done before they can continue. So it's just, as you mentioned, Kai, it's just something to kind of let us know, this is what we're working on right now. But mm-hmm. as far as release goes, until we see it go to the roadmap section where it says committed, when it's turned to committed, that's when you know that it's ready to go. So just use them as a guide. Uh, not by something that swear by God, green earth that it's going to be completed when you see it on there. Okay. And I know that a lot of people really got mad when CIG made a change with regard to how they deal with the roadmap and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, unpopular opinion, but this is how I feel. I like it. I, 
I think it's way better for CIG to tell people, hey, get your hopes up about the stuff that's in the next 30 days before it yeah. felt like it was more, hey, get your hopes up about stuff that's in the next six months to a year. Yeah. And like, that's not healthy, I don't think, because when you're doing agile development, like if you're making FIFA or the all of, name a thousand different EA games of like NBA 2K blah, as you know, FIFA 2K blah, MLB 2K blah. When you're doing kicky cu cookie cutter copies of like this is last year's game, but with like two percent difference, you can really do a good job of telling people expect this in 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days. When you're doing what CIG is doing, which is hey, we're inventing the future of gaming. We're making shit up as we go. We don't know how this is going to go. Some of it's going to work. Some of it's going to not. We're swinging for the fences. We're not trying easy stuff. It's not healthy to tell people what to expect a year from now because well, let me that's put it, what, not going to happen. Let me, let me put it to you this way, Kai. <clears throat> and I agree with you 100% because you notice since they did the roadmap change, you ain't heard squat. You notice that right. <laughs> nobody's yep. barking about nothing. It's all going away now, right? Yeah. There's the dynamic of what CIG has presented to say, this is what we would like to do. This is what we're going to attempt to do. And then this is what we can do. When we saw the worm on Lear 3, that was, this is what we want to be able to do. Yeah. People kept saying, where's the sandworm? You need to be asking, where was Lear 3? There ain't no Lear yeah. 3. So ain't no land exactly. sandworm to those Lear 3. So once you realize <laughs> and look at the star map and see that Lear is way over here, you say, well, that worm ain't coming no time soon. And that's the end of that discussion. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So understanding that the roadmap and progress tracker are there to help us have a, a way of understanding what's going on, but also leaving them room and latitude to develop, to make failures, to have successes at the same time, because that's all a part of development. And I, and of course, we get excited when we see something. You know, we say, "Ooh, ooh!" You know, I want to get it. You know, give, 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 give. But we also <laughs> have to give room. We have to give room also for the fact that those things have to be developed, and in time they will. Okay, let's move on. Get yes, out of sir. the website. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about this next one here. Areno, thank you for that follow. And from Whammer, thank Whammer you. says, "Thank Thanks you for the follow. follow." Thank you, Areno. Okay, uh, you're the hero. These are just three key bindings I'm going to mention because it's very easy to miss them, forget about them, or not realize that they're, you know, they're in the game. Uh, there's a key bind for looking backward that is not set up. You have to go into the key bindings to set that up. But if you want to look behind you in the game, you can do it. There is a key bind spot for that. There is a key bind spot. As you guys know, they just added this in the last patch. Contact air traffic control, ATC. You can now push a button. Now, mind you, this never bothered me because I'm one of those immersive people that I didn't open my Moby glass and go to the comms and blah, blah. You MFD'd I, it. I MFD'd it. Yeah. That was me. I MFD'd it. But don't get me wrong. <laughs> I like the fact that there's a key bind because every once in a while, I'm in a rush or something happens. I reach out and boom, hit that little button and I get that call for the ATC. So that's nice. But you have this. It's not pre-programmed. You have to put it in. So make sure that you do that. And then this last one, I think is still in the game. If it's not, you guys correct me. Match speed. Back in the day, match speed was in the game. You pushed M, and when you were in combat or following somebody, you hit it if you targeted them, and you would match their speed. I think it's back in the game now, but you have to bind to it. Does anybody in chat know if that's true? If match speed is back. 
And I'm going to go from that. Kai, you started talking a little bit about the key binds earlier when you go sure. in the game, because when you bring up that keyboard, some of those keys have three and four different things tied to them, right? Mm -hmm. And you do have to be mm -hmm. careful. Sometimes it's okay, but if you decide to change something, you got to be mm. careful. Like, for example, I use a keypad, which I program out, right? Um, my I button for inventory is in a certain spot on my keypad. If I'm not careful and I hit that button when I'm flying, that's also Ooh. my engine. <laughs> no, that's the standard. No, that is the standard. You know? I is standard for kill engines and for open inventory. <laughs> you definitely need to make sure you're in the right context for exactly. when you use I. <laughs> exactly. Because I have, a, I have a quick question. Uh -huh. can, can you import export keybinds yet? That's a thing, right? I don't, I've never tried. I don't know. So oh, what oh, I, okay, put it this way. There's a file that, that, that you can save under, under user to keep all, all your keybinds. So I recommend people copy, copy and paste that if, if possible. Okay, Jade yes. says, yes, you can. Okay. Yes. Don't use a photo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done yeah. it for the stick and stuff. I've never done it for my keyboard command. So that's good to you know. You definitely want to do it for all. So okay. with regard to keybinds, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a still a bit of a hot mess. And there are some choice, like, for example, what you just highlighted, Griffin, that was a really poor choice by CIG for having a default because mm -hmm. people are flying might go, what's in my inventory? Do I have this much to sell? And then like, my engines are off. I'm in gravity. Well, right, exactly. there goes my ship. Exactly. Now I no longer need to worry about what inventory I have because I you, don't wait, wait, wait. have it. You have no idea how many times I've been like going somewhere and I hit that I key again and stop three inches before hitting the ground. You know, the power comes on just enough to stop me. So it, it always freaks me out. I'm always paranoid about hitting that key. Let me ask That's you. That's it. Go ahead. I was going to say, what, what key binds? Do you have anything you favor, Kai, in the game for key so, binding? So for sure, separate out turn off engines with your check backpack. That mm -hmm. is for sure a thing that CIG should have done by default, but okay. you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Look backward, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Contact ATC, let me give you guys some context for that. Mm -hmm. That came into the game in 316 as a, hey, here's a little side thing we put in that mm -hmm. it just gets you past three steps. I looked this up because I was interested. It was seven years ago when Elite Dangerous players ask Frontier, hey, can we please get a one button push for request? Now, if you, you, you might not understand what Contact ACC is. Contact ACC is request landing permission, request takeoff permission. Mm -hmm. That's basically what that is. If It's a contextual thing where right. if you're in the hangar ready to leave, that is contact air traffic control and say, please open up the doors to the hangar. I would like to leave. If you're approaching the station, it's please allow me to land somewhere, assign mm -hmm. me a docking bay, I'm going to go and dock. So <clears throat> seven years ago, <laughs> Frontier, uh, Elite Dangerous players asked Frontier, can we have one button for request landing permission? Request, uh, you don't request takeoff in game, you just take off, but request landing permission. And it's still not in the game, mm. uh, just as an aside. Mm. With regard to uh, match speed, the calculations that go into matching Delta V with regard to, you know, uh, two bodies in motion mm -hmm. 
Hey, like, thanks for the subscription. I can't explain to you, as somebody who studied <laughs> rocket propulsion and telemetry and like, I, I literally just did a whole thing looking at how NASA does closed circuit fuel rich rockets mm -hmm. and the Soviet Union, now Russia does closed uh, circuit oxidizer rich and SpaceX is doing uh, a uh, uh, methylox full flow stage combustion. In, like, I understand as players of video games are like, I want to go as fast as that thing goes. If you actually break down the science behind it, holy no crap, test. you yeah. will break your brain. That is a very big deal. Like, no, I'm, I cannot stress enough how much the idea aerospike for the win aerospike has problems with regard to cooling you <laughs> definitely have problems with regard to keeping the spike cool uh, it's I, i'll talk to you off air jade that's a whole different thing <laughs> i know yeah. that you're a science chick but let me tell you something <laughs> with regard to rocket engines i know some things and that's there's problems with it there's a reason why elon didn't I, use so it go back to keybinds keybinds <laughs> Keybinds. So I, I'm drunk. So all right, keybinds. Uh, like that is a big, big deal. Match speed. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of keybinds that are given to you in this game. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a mess well, with regard to. There's a lots of places where there's duplications and things that kind of don't match up. Kyle, let me ahead. ask you this then, because you and I were talking in Fastcart about these peripherals. Do these extra peripherals, these different controllers, such as your sticks, such as keypads, uh, are these the things that kind of help offload some of that from the keyboard? You know, I mean, is that yes. a good reason to go ahead and maybe, because like, the, how many buttons have you got on your, your sticks? Because you've got, you've got the really good ones. How, like, oh, so the, the, the verbals have like, with the, with the toggle throttle, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can... Uh, you about, could do about 20, like, about 20 things on that no, one stick no more. it's like 30 some odd without using the toggle throttles yeah. with the toggle throttles you can get into the 70s wow it's stupid wow uh, but i also here's the problem though it, realistically speaking mm -hmm. i'm not that bright so when you talk about having 70 some odd uh, remember. toggles <laughs> in each stick you can't remember them that's why i have stream decks because stream decks are programmable buttons that tell you exactly okay. what the button does. Okay. And Agreed. and that's what also where game glass right. and voice attack come in really well. Cause you don't have to remember which, you don't have to remember 90 buttons mm -hmm. on each stick. You could just say drop landing gear, mm -hmm. you know, toggle VTOL mm -hmm. and, and voice attack will do it or hit the button that says it in, in game glass or in stream deck and it'll do it. Okay. Um, I, I, here's what I will recommend, or here's what I will say in, in to, to, give them props with cig it's a pain in the butt to try to figure it out and to map it all out and to remember it mm -hmm. but the f cig gives you more freedom the than any game that i can say yeah. to like if you really want to get into it if you want to go nasa hard mm -hmm. and train like a flight sim eight hours a day for the rest of your life mm -hmm. they give you the ability to do it yeah yeah okay other than going to DCS, this it can get complicated, right? FFC, let me ask you, because you talked about voice attack, is that and because of the fact you mentioned you play one-handed, 
is that kind of help you offload some of those keyboard commands, those bindings by using voice attack? Yes, exactly. You, 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 I mean, not only can does voice attack have, have their own um, automatic, uh, not automatic, but um, default um, configuration, mm -hmm. you can program voice attack to do stuff that that that's not in there. So you, when you figure out how to um, in, uh, input the macros and stuff like that, mm -hmm. so you can make it do almost anything just by using your voice. Yeah, I'm seeing Jade says and, that her entire takeoff sequence is done vertical and horizontal from a command that she made in voice attack. I've heard Colossal yeah. do it. Colossal says, you know, begin launch, uh, you know, takeoff sequence. And and I've had mine do this before where it'll take off, go up to a certain height, you know, 60 meters or whatever the year come up and blah, 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 you know. And so there's a lot of versatility that you can do. Now, I will say this to what Kai was saying earlier, like things like game glass. I mentioned earlier when I called the tower, I was one of those people who had no problem going for the MFD there are certain aspects of the immersion that I do appreciate. I also appreciate the fact that CIG can let you start manually. You can power on, engine on, shields on, weapons on, or you can just push R and do flight ready. And I think as long as they continue to give us that level of versatility, like you said, Kai, even though it adds more buttons to the keyboard, it does make the game be as, as immersive. Or I hate to use the word arcadey as a negative, or just directing, you know, I don't want to think about which button. I don't want to, all I know is I got to push R and I'm ready to go. I think that's cool too. I just want them to make sure that they give us both and not, you know, just one, you know, for me. There's no game that I've ever played, whether we're talking in the space sim genre mm -hmm. or any other genre that gives you more freedom to make all of the choices you want, good and bad, mm -hmm. than this game. Okay, cool. Can can I give one last word about about Keybind? Sure. Whenever you ask, whenever a new player or anyone asks for advice in in in, in local or like the um global um chat, mm -hmm. and someone says Alt F four, don't fall oh. for it. Oh. <laughs> don't fall for it. <laughs> yeah, if, if people don't know, yeah, so if they don't know, okay. All right, that's it. Keybindings was real short. Not a lot there to talk about, but this next subject we are going to talk about here. Making AUEC, because to get around in Star Citizen, eventually you have got to make some credits. Um, I was gonna say cash, but you have to make credits. And uh, you're gonna buy some flight suits, you're gonna buy some armor, you're gonna buy food, water, drinks, uh, you're gonna buy clothing, and all that takes AUEC. But before you do that, to get around, I mean, you can just kind of hang around your place where you spawn in and do a few things. But this game is about space and ships and traveling and getting around. So we're gonna get some quick recommendations for best starter ship. And, and I asked uh, both Fastcart and Kai to tell me what's the ship if you're coming in on economy level that they would recommend. And then if you wanted to spend a little bit more, you wanna be able to get a little bit more bang for your buck, what would be the next ship that they would recommend? So I'm gonna go to Kai first on this one. Kai, what do you recommend for the, your starter ship for somebody who's coming in on a budget? just getting their feet wet with the game. They're a little apprehensive. They don't want to put a lot of money in, but they want to see what the starter system thing about. And then if they do like it, what's that thing you would say? Well, if you want to go ahead and get in with both feet, go for a blah. What would you have? So this is where things get weird because literally as of 317.2, the answer to this question changes. Okay. <clears throat> it used to be Start with an Aurora mm -hmm. because Aurora is the only ship that of the two starters and the, the, the two starters are the Mustang 
what Alpha Mustang and the and the Aurora mm-hmm. LS. And the answer used to be for sure take the Aurora because the Mustang can't do box missions. Mm-hmm. That is now changed as of seventeen two. As of <clears throat> when it drops in the week of the fifteenth to the twenty second, they have an announcement. But I'm telling you now as a sneak peek. Mm-hmm. When it drops 317.2 in the PU, the Mustang Alpha will, for the first time, be able to do box missions, box deliveries, mm-hmm. cargo, small amounts. Mm-hmm. I personally would say, as of now, what is your, like, do you want to go combat? Do you want to do combat stuff? Because if so, now the Mustang Alpha is the best of the two starter ships. Mm. But what I tell anyone who knows me well enough, like I don't tell people, if you don't know me, I'll say, pick one of the two cheapest and knock yourself out. Do what you want. If you want to do combat, go the Mustang route. If you want to do non-combat, go the Aurora route. Either of them can do the other, but either of them is only best at the combat or non-combat route. Okay, now let me stop you for a second uh, before you commit. Sure. When you say, when we say starter, I want to make sure that we're on the same page because I didn't make this clear. Are we referring to what CIG recommends as a starter ship? In other words, the Alpha and the, uh, is it the MR? The uh, LR. LR. The Aurora LR. LR. MR, 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 my bad, my bad. Okay. My bad. Now, if I were to broaden that, if I were to broaden (laughs) that and say any Mustang or any Aurora, yeah. Would you still say those oh. things? Would you still go with the Mustang? I, I, I look at the starter starters. I look at the, well, I'll just say this way. I classify it as the cheap starters and the more advanced starters. Okay. The the cheap, there's the cheap starters, which is the Aurora MR and the Mustang Alpha. Okay. And of the two, <laughs> I say, go with whatever suits you best now. Before now, I would literally say, you know, for sure, oh. go Mustang if you wanted to go combat, but for but the best all-arounder of the two is the MR. But now that's arguably not the case. You okay. choose what's best for you. Okay. Now, I, I consider two other ships to be starters. I consider the Avenger to be the advanced starter mm-hmm. and the Nomad to be the expensive advanced starter. Okay. For people that are my friends, what I recommend them them get I, I, I absolutely recommend them to get the Avenger Titan mm-hmm. and then if never spend another penny on the game until you get to the point where you're number one comfortable and number two like you want to never I, I just tell people never spend a single penny to buy a ship ever period done mm-hmm. end of sentence mm-hmm. you spend money to support the development mm-hmm. And you get a ship as a side effect of that, but don't buy a a, a mole because you want the mole. Mm-hmm. Buy the mole because you want to support the game development and get the mole on the side. But don't. So, but I do recommend people. If I know you, mm-hmm. I, the, and those of you that are listening that are friends of mine, I've told you, trust me, get the Titan, you'll be happy. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> that's that's where I'm at with it. Gotcha. Okay. FC. What about you? Uh, before I get uh, started my, my, my recommendations, I wanted to specify um, AUC, AUEC versus UEC. When you buy a game package in, in Star Citizen, you get UEC. That's money that you'll start when the game goes live. We're currently in Alpha, and then we're going to Beta. We are, we're not in, in, in live yet. So Alpha UEC is, is, 
is the currency that we currently to use for as a temporary measure that um allows us to simulate the, the economy and buying ships and weapons and whatnot. That that alpha you see is not permanent; it'll go away when the go, game goes live. You'll be stuck with the whatever um U E C that you that you that you don't have in your pa packages or whatever um, well, credit that you that you might have bought. More importantly, time? more importantly, I want to point out because you said it'll it'll go away when the game goes live. That's not exactly true. It'll go away on every wipe. Alpha UEC, wipe, for right, example, right. Alpha UEC, for example, will be going away in two weeks when three seventeen two drops. <laughs> good point. Thank you. That's okay. a good point. So yeah, I just wanted to do, make that reference because this is supposed to be a, a tip, trick tip, a trick tip and trick show. So I, I wanted to get that clarification out. As far as our starter ships, the best starter ships, um, I, I agree with Kai. I, I, instead of the maybe the Mustang Alpha, I would go the, the Mustang Beta, the Bang Stang. Um, because I, I, I they, they, uh, it'll be able to let you sleep, uh, log out whenever you're in space. Because you have it had a bed. Um, but for, for if you want to spend a bit more money, I would recommend the Avenger Titan or the three fifteen P. Because mm -hmm. uh, especially the three fifteen P, it holds um, a, a whole lot more cargo. It has some combat capability, but it's mostly an, an explorer ship. The Avenger Titan also holds from um from cargo. I think it's a bit more firepower than the 315P, but don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to spend a bit more, um, you can get the Cutlass or Freelancer. If you want to spend a lot more, then get the um, MSR or the Mercury Star Runner. That, 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 but that's in the two, $200. But th those are my recommendations. But I would for for, for the low end, um, the Mustang Beta. You left out the Nomad. I think if you're going to go more than the starter, like advanced is the Avenger Titan, more advanced is the Nomad, more, more advanced. And when I, every time you say advanced, just put in dollar signs <laughs> is the cut is the Cuddy Black. Okay. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to go with, um, for starters, um, this is tough. Uh, because Ooh. because on all of the starters, I want you to step up a little bit because of some benefit. <laughs> yeah, so for, so so I, I, I even though I like the alpha, I go with the beta because of the sleep factor because that's mm -hmm. the difference with the auroras. The auroras I used to recommend auroras because they had a bed. So if you exactly. were on a moon or a planet or wherever, you could log out, which you couldn't do in the alpha. So I would say go to a beta on the Mustang because of the living space cargo. It's a cargo ship. Uh, it's 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 a really decent ship. So I do put those two together, but for the Auroras, I would go to, uh, if you're interested in combat and defending yourself, go to the LN to spend the extra money to the LN. Um, yeah. now you guys know I'm an origin guy. If I'm going to put, if I'm starting in anything, <laughs> I'm starting in a 100 series, but I'm starting okay. in 100 series. You're shaking your head. I don't run out of gas in the 100 series. Nope. They have, they have the refinery inside of them that refuel them. And you can jump all the way across the system two and three times before where other people got to stop at stations and refuel. And it has a bed and the 135 has cargo space in it. And it's a, it's, it's very small, it's very agile and quick, but that's because I want to use it for traveling and stuff like that. I'm not worried about doing any combat, no cargo or anything else. So that's why I said each one of those ships fit into a different space for me. I'm not trying to start anything. Well, what, what's the price difference between the 100 series and the 315P? They're about five yeah. bucks, I think, 10 bucks, five, five or 10 bucks, bucks okay. difference, you know? Yeah. Besides, okay. if you want to, if you want to look cooler too, that's the other thing, all right? So that's the other thing. Um, now, 
my next step up from that, Avenger Titan always ends up falling, I think, on everybody's list as the ship that yep. you, if you can pay a couple mm -hmm. extra bucks, um, the space in it is good. It's easy to fly. It has great visibility. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, it's just a great ship. It's just a great ship. Combat, it, it, it's just a great ship. Uh, then after that, I agree with both um, Fastcart with his recommendation. I think once you start getting into ships like the uh, Cutlass Black or the Freelancer, now you're having a better understanding of the game because the Cutlass Black moves you into that space where now it's not just me, but I can bring friends along. I can do multiplayer. I can do different things. So that would be my next level. I'm not going to go above that 100 120 level because at that point you're buying ships that to me are you you have a better understanding and a focus of the game of what directions you're starting to want to go uh once you start getting above 100 that's why i wouldn't go even though i understood fs card about the msr but because yeah. data's not in and all that other stuff it's still kind of hazy right. uh before i want to start recommending point. those type of ships but those were and, all good oh, recommendations I mean, with the, with blue jeans are probably the, you're not you're not going to recommend the 890 jump <laughs> No. He said starter, bro. Yeah. He didn't say, no, no. 890 jump, it should be everyone's goal. That's your goal. That's the, I've hit well, the highlight. For some people who, that, they're not interested in that whole career thing. So, I mean, everybody's right. going to have something to go on for. We're just trying to tell you guys what are tips and tricks to get you going in the game so that you have a good experience. And of course, the great thing about this, Kai said it earlier, there's so many people in the game who will let you fly their ships, ride their ships. I, I 50% of my time, I'm riding with other people. I'm not 100% of my time is not me flying myself. I love getting in the ship with some other people and sitting in the co-pilot seat or sitting in the back or whatever. I, I enjoy that just as much as I enjoy flying so, ships on my own, you know? So two, two tips on the starter ship thing, I would say this. Number one, uh, Griff, you mentioned the, the, the Cuddy Black. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're looking at the Cuddy Black up, that's a little more advanced, and the other bonus of a Cuddy Black up is you're starting to talk about ships, the Cuddy Black, the Nomad, and up. Now you're starting to talk about ships that you can put a rock into, which yeah. the rock is the little scooter right. that, that mines <clears throat> on a planet. That's so why you're getting to more now. That's why I said you're starting to understand yeah. the game better now. You can put your dragonfly on there. You can put your rock on there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, you could even put your freaking. Hey, can you fit a mule in that thing? Yeah, you can, uh, yes, right? Sir, yes. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You, we know that you can, and here's how we know because they specifically stated repeatedly any ship that's that right. you can fit a rock into, that's you right. can fit a mule yeah. into. Right. And, that, and that's my point. Yeah. That's why I said once you get there, beyond that, you're starting to understand the game better. So, okay, so, let's, let's... And the, the second point I want to make is a shameless plug for a Discord. If you want to see a bunch of ships, join the Soul Citizens Discord and just go into the Soul Citizen chat and say like, hey, somebody want to fly with me? I, I, somebody who has a this or that? <laughs> somebody will come on and fly with you and you get to see the ships. Mm -hmm. yeah, thank you. We will do that. Uh, let's go to best missions. Just I want you guys right. to pick the mission for you that you think when somebody comes in, it will be good for them to kind of get their feet wet, whether it's to make AU, and mostly to make AUEC. And I know everybody has their thing, but for you, what would be a good place to start? And uh, you know, it doesn't have to be to make the most. I'm just saying, what's a good way to start making money? FC, I'm gonna start with you this time. What would, be, what would you I'm recommend people to, to do? Yeah, I'm gonna have to pass on this one. This is uh, beyond my, my, my expertise at, at okay. the moment. So okay. I'm gonna pass. All right, Kai. So, I want to make this evergreen content. So I'm going to say right now, I think doing uh, a lot of the like 
combat missions, the 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 bounty missions is a good way to go. But yeah. I want to give a very sort of general word of advice to say, because people might be seeing this this week, people might be seeing this in three months, people might be seeing this in three years. <clears throat> the best thing that you can do is look at what in the game, if you look at, you know, 317, you know, has this going on, 318 is getting physicalized cargo. I think mm -hmm. at that point, missions that involve cargo running will probably pay really well. Mm -hmm. When they in when they when CIG in introduces a new game loop to the game, they want people to test it out. When they increase when they bring in medical stuff, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you get more money for doing like medical assists. When right. they <clears throat> back when they were doing a bunch of mining changes, mining paid a lot but you know they do a lot of bounty stuff mm -hmm. all of a sudden bounty pays a lot they do a lot of this that and the other upcoming we've got physicalized cargo mm -hmm. i think cargo missions are going to pay a lot a year from now or six months from now or whenever when they introduce salvage that's going to pay a lot and mm -hmm. later down the line when they do data running that's going to pay a lot so just look at what whatever is going is on in the game? Whatever the hot topic is for that point. And that's game. what they want people to test. Mm -hmm. So that's what they will incentivize us to. Like, we're just rats in a maze. They put the cheese down so that we'll <laughs> run in the little right. loops that they want. Right. Which so is why people think things are broken. People think things are broken when they don't realize that they deliberately, like, for example, yeah. trade. They deliberately cut the oh. prices so that we stop monkeying around doing that and go do something they else. They want you to go do something. And, <laughs> exactly, and, it, exactly. and it works well. So mm -hmm. for best missions, uh, the real answer is whatever brings you joy. Because Alpha UEC is meaningless. Okay, it but I want you to pick wife. something. Pick something. Recommend something for people that are just starting the game. What would you recommend? Right now, I think what's really, really smart when you're first starting the game is do box missions a couple of times because that will give you just the understandings of the fundamentals how to land how to request landing permission mm -hmm. how to take off how to orient yourself and get from how to use the star map how mm -hmm. to go into quantum right so box missions two or three times and it's not because it's going to make you rich it's not it's mm -hmm. about the fundamentals okay. after that Go with some some uh, the, the the mission to go find the old dude that's missing in the cave, and then you do some hand mining. Yeah. Go do combat missions. Whatever you're looking to chase for your fun, go do that. Okay. But with regard to specifically, because the way you phrased the question was how to get rich, how to get Alpha UEC. If that's no, what no, you're no, looking no, for, no, how to get rich? I just said, okay. what would you recommend? I said they don't have to, to be get... trying to get rich. I'm just saying, okay. what would be a good place to start making money? Sure. And those are good. And you went where I was going to go. I was, okay. and, and Scavenger just said the same thing too. I was going to say box missions because they get you acquainted with the verse. They get you traveling from location to location. You might have to land at a, a, a remote outpost. You may have to land on the roof of a building. You, you develop your skills of flying, uh, being able to navigate around the verse using the star map. Those, and, and they pay you. And believe it or not, you can, <clears throat> as, as rudimentary as it may seem, before you know it, when you're starting, you can sit there and make 20,000, 30,000, just flying around, seeing the scenery, getting used to the game. And then as Kai said, you can progress further. When you get with friends, a bunker mission is always exciting. If you wanna be daring, do a medical rescue mission. Believe it or not, people used to think that if you go rescue somebody, they're gonna try to kill you and take your stuff. I probably have said, I've done probably 20 of those missions and not once has anybody ever tried to kill me and take my ship. They were more like, thanks for getting me up. 
You get paid 15,000 for picking somebody, for just shooting a medical gun at them and letting them continue their bunker mission. And you go ahead and head out and you got paid. So there are some th simple things that you can just come into the game with and do to make some AUEC. Let's go to best weapons. Okay, and I'm going to say something real quick sure. about, about, about the mission. Whatever mission let you meet quick Pacheco, those are the missions that you want No, to those are the missions they don't need to do. Okay, <laughs> leave her alone. All right, best weapons. I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, this, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of weapons in this game. I'm just gonna ask you, 100. what is your favorite weapon of choice for, um, for uh, FPS? Okay, if you've got one for ships that you like, you can mention that too. But just tell me what it is that you like using when you're in game. FC, I'm gonna come back to you. Is there any particular pistol, rifle, whatever, or gun that you like on your ship? For my ship, I like the uh, a repeater, spray and pay, in my typical um, game okay. game style. But I also like to, uh, a, a a slow um, cannon, probably because I, I I do like sniper sniping. Mm. So sniper rifle is also my my, um, my preferable um, um, game play for for FPS. I know it's not good for short range or anything like that, but mm. if I if, if I'm close to somebody short range, I'm dead anyway. So okay. that's, that's me. Uh, but I do want to give um, DK a shout out and say Railgun too. Those are uh, always fun. Railgun. Okay. 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 Kai, what about you? So okay. Again, evergreen question. This is constantly changing. Just recently, they switched it up, and you know, for a long time, disruption weapons were the meta, and mm -hmm. and and this was the meta, and that was the meta, and mm -hmm. kinetic, and, and they've recently switched it up to where basically just straight up lasers, just just vanilla as F mm -hmm. is the way to go for your ship. Mm -hmm. um, and three months from now. That could be an entirely different thing. So just follow the meta as it stands now in your ship. Laser's the way to go. Okay. Pistols. Mm -hmm. I like the arc light night stalker. Like just good your man. center, good your your man. starter pistol. It's a good pistol. It works all around. It's really good. Mm -hmm. For a three round SMG burst, I'm a big mm. fan of the Lumen Five. Okay. For a full auto SMG, I'm a big fan of the Custodian. Mm. For all-around shotgun, I'm a big fan of the R97. You got your tight and widespread burst opportunities. Mm. For a good rifle, the Gallant, you can't go wrong with it. Mm. Best long gun, you're looking at the Arrowhead. And the best LMG for me is the Gemini F55. Ooh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Like, he okay. didn't just like seven different weapons. Well, no, no, he named, they did each classification of the different types. And that no, was he good. Did. I, I, because, I was just making sure. Yeah, because I'm I, the ones I'll go with for you, Kai, is, uh, yeah, I'm on, on ships, I'm still iffy right now. I've been in back in lasers again. I've been going back and forth. Uh, when it comes to FPS, I hate to say it, I'm also the person who loves that midnight. I'm I'm sorry, the the arc light gun is still one of my favorites. Even though oh, yeah. I do like the salvo, the 50 cals and stuff, they are nice too. But I'll just grab an arc light because one, they're inexpensive. Two, they carry 30 rounds in them. I can take people. I've gone through bunkers just with that and taking people out, and I'm happy with it. Um, I used to be a big Gallant fan, but I'm because the Gallant has a tendency to pull. I shifted over to the C54, and I've been enjoying that a lot more recently. For snipers, I am big on the AO3 okay. and on the P6. Uh, both of those I like a lot for sniping. I haven't monkeyed around with shotguns too much. Uh, like a scab, once in a while, you know, if I'm in a bunker and I might I run out for some reason or something weird happens, I might pick one up. But I haven't been really big on the shotguns. 
Uh, I haven't been using the grenade launchers. I haven't been using the rail. I used to use the rail back in the day, you know, just to have fun with it, uh, trying to take out ships, but I've gotten away from that. I know some people <laughs> mentioned in chat the S7. In fact, Gomob is mentioning it. Uh, I know Robert yeah. mentioned the S71. A lot of people love that gun. Uh, and, 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 the, and, and I hear a lot of good stuff about it, but I haven't monkeyed around with it enough. But those mm -hmm. are my picks for the guns that, that I enjoy. And mostly because I'm in R Corp when I load up a lot of the stuff that's there because that's my home. I'm able to get from there without a problem. I missed that my mm -hmm. arc light. They took my arc light out. Though. So I hate I got to go all the way to freaking Porto to get that. Okay, uh, let's hit this last one. Uh, best mining tools. Uh, and I'm not sure how you guys are about the mining. I'm just going to talk about the- I'm going to bow uh, to your expertise. Yeah, I, I'm just going to talk about the, the heads real quick for those of you who uh, have used the different ones. You know, there's the Hockstead, or I think that's what it's called. Uh, there's the, uh, the Helix. There's the, oh God, what's the other one? Guys, what's the middle one? Somebody help me out here. The one that the, when you, there's on the mole. Where, where my miner is at in chat? Um, uh, so, so wait, which, you, um, there's a bunch of different ones. The he, I use the helixes, but you've got um, the, helix, the Lancet. The Lancet, got the that's Lancet. what I'm looking for, the Lancet. Thank yeah. you, that's what I was looking for, the Lancet. Um, and, and I would say for most people, when you're first getting used to mining, just going out with the base one is great. Thank you, guys. That's what I was looking for. Oh, yes, the Karna is great. Thank you, Nightshade. If Whenever I pick one of those up, it's a pretty monster gun. Um, the, the base head is, is, is decent, but it's only going to allow you to work to a certain level, but it's manageable. Mm -hmm. The Lancet mm -hmm. is kind of like middle ground. A little bit more power, definitely still more stable. When you get more professional, you start moving up to like the Helix, uh, because the Helix has a tendency, it can jump on you, so you have to be very careful. But if you're used to mining, you can manage it. Of course, using the consumables and other uh, uh, mine, mining assistance, uh, uh, things that they built into the game help you tremendously. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I'm, I'm watching my time here. Kai, did you want to say something about mining in particular? Big fan of the Lancet. Uh, I think for me, the bigger thing with mining isn't so much the heads. It's, it's I, I think, forget money. Just forget money for a minute it's all going to get wiped over and over and over it's about the experiences i think you should you should treat yourself you should buy the the multi-tool hand tool and go mining on foot in a cave because it's a yes. cool experience mm -hmm. yeah you should rent a rock and go mining in your service. little buggy planet side because it's a cool experience yes you should definitely <clears throat> go and and rent a prospector and go mining both surface side on a planet and uh, in an asteroid belt because it's a cool experience. Mm -hmm. One thing that a lot of people don't know is that you can go out when you're mining in an asteroid, like in a, in a uh, 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 what do you call it? A uh, misc, um, um, uh, uh, why am I prospector? prospector. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you can literally get out of your ship, EVA over to the asteroid, and hand mine certain deposits from the asteroid. Mm -hmm. Is it cost efficient? Is it the most money per hour? No, but we're a bunch of space nerds mm -hmm. sitting at home in our living room playing NASA. And let me tell you something, EVAing to your ship and flying over on an, on, to an asteroid to hand mine these deposits it's the coolest thing you can do on a Sunday night. So go and do it. And yep. then get together with friends, find people who have a mole and get be part of the group experience 
all of these different things provide fun in their own different ways. So try them all. Can we talk about this real quick too? Um, it's good to start. I'm gonna go in reverse order because I started with the mining ships, but I do want to go back to what Kai said. Start with hand mining. Hand mining gives you the basic principle of what it means to mine, getting comfortable with mining. Uh, then move up to the rock, then move up to going out in a prospector, then a mole. Mole, obvious multiplayer. One of the tips and tricks for that is that when you take a mole, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, power, power, power. I'm going to load up with three helixes. Most people who are using the mole don't do that. They may put one helix on and maybe a lancet and something else or two lancets in a, or two helixes in a lancet. But there's a certain uh, trick to using a, a medium or moderate powered laser and also having a high power for the harder rocks. Uh, but get with people who've been doing mining because they will help you to know what are the better resources, you know, what color means what, you know, should I spend time on Dolvine or should I go for this? Um, they'll help you out a lot with that when it comes to uh, being able to help bring in. But like you said, uh, Kai, so much of this is also about the experience. Uh, and, and don't miss the experience for the sake of the money, gang. And I, I, I know I'm sounding like I'm preaching a little bit here, but I think sometimes we get so caught up on about the money and then we have all this money sitting around and we miss the experience. So let the money and the experience go together. You'll enjoy the game a lot, lot more. Let's hit our last area here. Um, we're gonna talk about danger, danger. These are the things that as you come in as a new player that maybe you don't know about that you gotta be careful of or else you have a real funky gaming experience. Uh, bleeding out, have you guys ever bled out before? Fast cart Kai? <laughs> Have you ever had that happen? A long time ago. Been a few years since I bled out, but I, I don't play as much as, as, as both of you do. Uh, do. But yeah, okay. try not to run. Try not to run everywhere, especially when it's crowded. Could you bump into someone? You, 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 you can start, start bleeding or maybe bleed out. So yeah, try not to run everywhere, especially when it's crowded. Ty, what about you? I'm too pretty to bleed. <laughs> you gonna steal that line from Predator? That is one of the best lines. <laughs> oh that is one of the best lines. Hey man, you're bleeding. I ain't got time to bleed. That is one of the best yeah. lines ever. Okay, <laughs> those of you who know about this, bleeding out can happen under a lot of circumstances. You can get wounded in a combat. In combat, you can get shot if you're not careful. Just because you know that you're wounded, you sometimes also will bleed out. So make sure you watch your health meter. If you see that thing slowly going down, that means you need to get that med pin out or that med gun or else you are going to die. Okay, you're not going to pass out. You're going to die. Elevators. Anybody want to talk about elevators? The most dangerous thing in the verse. <laughs> elevators kill. Uh, so Let's explain what happens so that they'll know what happens with elevators because there's a couple different things that happen in elevators. There's three main things you need to worry about with elevators. Number one, if you have bad luck and or sub-rate computer, you'll fall through the floor of an elevator. It's never happened to me. I got a good computer. Number two, elevators will open up and there's no elevator there. It's just an open pocket to space. It's a Doctor Who. It's some Doctor Who mess right there. This is gate. It's a gate. It's a space now gate. Now that that is not a bug. That's a feature. That's making sure you're paying attention. <laughs> if you if you ain't paying attention, you don't deserve to live. And, and don't think that just because the elevator is not showing up that it's there and it'll catch you when you step nope. on it. Well, it's it won't. Yeah, when you don't, you see will it. fall through. And 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 the last but not least, Kai, can I tell him the living That's elevator. Important. This is the elevator that when you push the button and you're waiting for it, it jumps out and snatches you and kills you. 
There is also <laughs> that elevator as well. well. To be clear, it doesn't kill you. What it does it, is it pull you, you into the building, and now you're, you're stuck, stuck, trapped inside the building, where you will eventually die. Correct. Yes, exactly. It, it, wait, oh. it, 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 does CID put mimics in, in, in this game? Does oh, stand out here? It's God. a mimic? It's, so it's, here's what I do. And you, you feel free to do what you do, but here's what I do. <laughs> Push that button and step over 20 feet. I call feet. an elevator. <laughs> And then I both run backwards, but running backwards, I've run backwards to like touch the wall and, and that's not enough. You. It'll still suck still you in. You. So yep. I hit the elevator and then I run straight sideways and I stand outside yep. of the oxygen area yep. on the pad. And then when I see the doors open, I sprint in. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what we're dealing with in this game. I will point out that in 317.2, I don't know if you guys have played it yet. The black hole. In 317.2, the elevators move like 50,000 times faster than they used to yeah. in 317.1. So hit that button and run like you're being chased <laughs> by a chick who you owe child support to. Because you got to get away. Wait, let me you tell gotta you. You got to get away. Let me tell you. This is, the, <laughs> this is the thing that's happening with me right now. Um, when you go to push the elevator button, you go to the elevator, it's black. There's no doors. You push the button, you hear the elevator come up, you hear the doors open. You walk through the black, the elevator's there. So it's not that you're gonna fall through, just make sure you listen for the elevator. If you hear the doors psh, open up, walk through, you'll be in the elevator. That's the way it's been in the PTU, not the PU, mind you. So they've gotta work on that bug. But right now, a lot of times you walk through the elevator, there's actually no doors at all, but just listen for it. Um, I think Grip is trolling I, 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 all of y'all. No, I'm being very serious about that. Okay, <laughs> helmet on. Helmet on. Tomorrow, Let's talk okay. about this. All right. Helmet on. So, Many of us were around back in the day where when you woke up in the game, you didn't have your flight suit on. Yep. And you went running down to the, you know, <laughs> run down airlock. to the airlock and you died in the airlock. And it was tremendous. Mm. It was, yeah, real, you know, you should think about it. It's like, because we, we got you have to remember in the beginning, we always woke up with our flight suit on. So we had gotten used to that for many years. Then CIG proceeded to implement this thing where you had to go to a locker, take out your suit, put it on and go on. Then they took us back to waking up in our suits because people got frustrated. But now people die because you go to a station, you need to eat or drink. You take your helmet off, you eat and drink. Then you go hang out with your buddies again. You go outside and go out on a ramp and die. So, so go ahead here's a trick here's a trick here's what all you need to do train yourself to do this anytime i'm not saying sometimes i'm saying <laughs> anytime time. you get into an elevator no matter where it is just get into the habit when you get into an elevator hit f4 are you wearing a helmet if not put on a helmet <laughs> Oh, had a burrito okay well then put on a helmet <laughs> then get a drink then put on a helmet absolutely absolutely f4 is your friend f4 is your friend f4 in yes. every elevator always yes absolutely if you see an airlock if you see the air shield up there so you see the air shield did i put my helmet on just automatically um so, it, grip the other mm -hmm. point of this mm -hmm. is in 17.2 all of the space stations have hangers yes and they're beautiful no they're beautiful they're wonderful Which means but people will still end up, yeah well people part? will still yeah people will still eventually think about what's going to happen when you can no longer wear your stuff when you're flying your ship when you mm -hmm. guys start taking stuff off 
yeah, you can imagine how many people are going to step off their ships and die. It's going to happen, guaranteed. I've so done that. Just yeah, get... I've done that. I, I, I've stuck off my, my, my banner defender without without a helmet on. I forgot why I took it off. But yep. yes, I, 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 I heard the noise and I was scrambling trying to put it on. I didn't make it in time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing now I'm picturing Griff and Fastcart as pilot and co-pilot in a C2. Both of them just wearing tidy whities going ready for takeoff. <laughs> now, I will say this. Honestly, I can't wait till our ships do, like certain ships, you know, when you're going in and out of them, you've got the lockers where you can put your flight suits. I can't yes, wait sir. till that's there because that will be that visual indicator when you're going <laughs> through there that, hey, I got to put my flight suit on as I'm going in this airlock. I'm, I'm looking mm -hmm. forward to that because I like when I get on certain ships, if it's long trips sometimes with my friends, I will change clothes. I'll put on civilian clothes while I'm on the ship, you know, and then I'll change later. Especially like you said, Kai, if you know you're going into a place where there's a hangar, where it's going to be enclosed then you don't have to worry about mm -hmm. this much that's a good point to well raise. i mean keep in mind you, you griff the the all of the thing of uh and i don't even know because i got out of the habit of wearing it i always mm -hmm. wear a flight suit when i'm flying the uh, mm -hmm. a ship now mm -hmm. but it used to be back in the day i would be lazy and i would just be wearing my nabokov or my which mm -hmm. call it my hot or cold suit mm -hmm. and when you go to open up when you're flying to a hurston moon or whatever and you would open up the map where your yeah, arms you had the see. armor it would be all bulking you yeah. could only see like a quarter of the map and yeah. that sucked that's very true you couldn't see that's a good point okay let's hit these last ones here running downstairs i talked about this at the beginning of the show some folks still have this as a problem so be careful you know a lot of times we're always running to get somewhere full speed pull that mouse wheel back just a little bit more come to a more of a moderate jog than a run you can make it downstairs you can jump downstairs without a problem but if you're going full bore um, there are people who still have this as a problem where they fall and as fast cart mentioned, they hit the ground so hard and next thing you know, they're bleeding out or they're injured. Um, and so be careful about the running downstairs. 30 Ks. Um, as you guys know, CIG did some work recently where they minimized 30 Ks. They still happen from time to time, but nowhere near the frequency that we had before. And 30 K is basically a general crash of the system. Doesn't mean anything in particular. It could be many different things but it does mean that the server goes down. When that happens, always remember that you have to go all the way back out of the game. You can't just go back to the main menu. You have to go out of main menu back. It's always best to relaunch the launcher just to get everything fresh to go back into the game again. Um, Kai, you wanna talk a little bit about what it means to shut the door when you get out of your ship and why you should? Sure. Um... Wow. Okay. We're going to ask the Mexican why you need to lock your doors. All right. Fine. Fine. All right. I'm not going to read too much into that. Okay. All right, fine. Well, it's better um, to ask the Mexican than the brother. So go ahead. I'm going to ask you first. What, what do you think? Why should we lock the doors? Shut the doors. Because sometimes people steal your car. Uh, yeah. No. Um, you got to shut your doors for the most part. Because you don't want, <laughs> I see Fastcar losing his, all right. <laughs> you got to shut the doors all the times because people can come in your ship and they can kill you. And then it's not your ship anymore. It's mm. their ship now. Mm. So you definitely want to always, always, always shut the doors. With regard to the running downstairs, for me, the only time that ever gets me, my computer is good. Mm -hmm. I never fall through the floor like I've heard other people have. Mm -hmm. I have a problem in one place and one place only, pleasure. Mm. If I go to prison when mm. I'm running down the steps, mm -hmm. if I don't slow down, as you said, mm -hmm. I will run and my guy will literally just go right over, over that the rail. rail. Yes, yes, I've had that. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. 30, then you're down there in the, the other, rocks and you can't get out. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> and the other thing on 30Ks real quick is, 
I want to give CIG a huge salute. As of a year ago, 30Ks were something that would happen every 45 minutes to two hours. Mm -hmm. Now there's something that happens every couple of, of days of playing. Mm -hmm. Number two, 30Ks used to be guaranteed you lost everything. Yeah. Now, quite often, when you come back, you have your stuff. So right. I want to give CIG a quick salute on that. Absolutely. Absolutely, because things have changed dramatically since those days. And it's funny now because uh, I was playing with some people a few months back and uh, someone mentioned 30Ks and someone in the room said, what's a 30K? And I'm like, wow, you've got a generation oh, wow, of people yeah. now who did not experience yep. that and don't know anything about 30Ks now. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's changed that quickly, like yeah. you said. Um, back in my day. Yeah, back in my day, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, and FC, I got one for you, this last one here. Yeah. In the new patch notes for 3.1, uh, 317.2, they have now re-implemented oxygen in your suits, meaning that now you will run out of oxygen in your suit if you keep your helmet on all the time. Now, that's going to impact players because a lot of players right now, they get in their suit, they leave it on all the time and they're not aware of paying attention. Some of you may remember that you used to see your oxygen levels going down when you stayed in your suit. And if you took your helmet off or if you entered an area that had oxygen, you would see that go back up again. Back but down. now they're going to make it where your suits now have their self-contained oxygen and that is going to deplete. So you now you're going to, that's something else to pay attention to. Yeah, food and drink, yes. But now you're also going to have to pay attention. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Fast card, do you think that that's going to catch some players off guard, or do you think that everybody oh, will kind yes. of adapt? Yeah, it will. Especially like for something like uh, the demo rally and stuff like that. That's mm -hmm. just another thing people players will have to keep, keep track of. Yeah. Um, so you have the, the oxygen pins and stuff like that. that, that that's going to make them start to be real now, right? Because people have been ignoring yeah. oxygen pins for a while. But now, if you're right. out there on the surface, and you, some of you already know, you already have to contend with things like temperature. It may tell you your survival time is 20 minutes, but your oxygen time may be 21 minutes, 22 minutes, might be 15 minutes. Those oxygen pins, like you said, Fast Card, if you don't have a way to go indoors or inside of a ship, maybe you're out there rock mining or whatever the case may be. That's one of the things that sucks about that that other rock. You know, there's no, you know, oxygen when you're out in that thing. Right. You got to have that pin with you now in order to survive. And so, so, so not only do you have to make sure you have food, water, drinks and stuff like that you have to have your, your oxygen pen too yeah. so yeah absolutely the rule of threes that's the rule of threes you can go three minutes without air three days without water three weeks without food mm. you push it past that <laughs> and now different human beings have different abilities mm -hmm. you know there are some there are some divers in new guinea or whatever that they'll go six minutes that mm. the pearl divers and it's like okay but they're exceptional humans in general right. a human body can go Three, three, and three minutes, three days, three weeks. Yep. And you push it past that and you're getting into death territory. You uh, one other thing with the watch your oxygen, mm -hmm. <clears throat> keep in mind, and this is why a ship like, I know it's funny that we all meme on like the Cuddy Steel because mm -hmm. it's kind of crap as it stands <laughs> now. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is, is CIG has said <clears throat> in the future, Ships are going to have different oxygen capacities for the crew and the the, the guests on the ship, passengers right. and crew. So in the future, there may absolutely be a reason why people would want to cutty steel as a troop transport because in a Titan, Avenger Titan or a cutty black or a 
uh, other small, even an MSR, where mm -hmm. they're like, hey, this is rated for five souls. You mm -hmm. can have five people breathing oxygen on that ship. After that, you're going to deplete your tanks and you're yeah. not going to be able to provide for whatever. Whereas the Cuddy steel, as stupid as it is, where it's like it's a ship that's made for 9,000 people. <laughs> like, so that means that according to CIG, it's going to have oxygen capacity for a whole server worth of people. Right. So like watch your O2 right now means watch it under certain circumstances but as the game continues to develop and become more and more advanced that might be watch okay plugging into your ship how many because it, it may be that six months from now our ships all have o2 ratings where it's like the msr is rated for five people That's right. the cutty black is rated for three people the this is rated for eight people and you have to watch that as well yep they've talked about that 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 is coming <clears throat> so something for us to be aware someone also mentioned it i don't know who it was if it was Jade, I think it was. Someone mentioned about the fact that eventually closing your ships will also be, atmosphere will be a factor too with opening and closing doors. Some ships have air shields in them. Some of you all know ships like the Prowler, for example, has air shields at its rear door and all of its side doors. But there are some ships, for example, like the Valkyrie, when you're in the back of that thing, if you open up those doors, you are open to no atmosphere or atmosphere. Maybe atmosphere is toxic. So those would be other reasons why monitoring oxygen, uh, both in your suit and as Kai just mentioned, even within your ship is gonna be vital. Because... And that goes way more, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. That goes way more in depth with other aspects of the game as well. Cause it, 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 imagine three years from now when the game is much more developed and in depth that mm -hmm. you have a situation where you've, you're in combat, mm -hmm. you've been hit, and you have a fire that started inside of your ship. Mm. A very viable way to go might be decompress, open up the outer door, right. sucks out all the oxygen, fire right. without oxygen immediately suffocates, and then close the door and recompress your ship. Mm -hmm. But in that meantime, if that process takes two minutes, three minutes to close the door, you know, vent all the O2, that takes two seconds, but... Mm -hmm close the ship and recycle the airlock inside of your ship to recirculate the oxygen might take two minutes right. in that time you need to make sure that you have an oxygen supply on you even in the ship mm -hmm. and uh, uh, one last thing i want to mention is um temperature depending on what planet or moon you're on might want to um be careful about that also mm -hmm. so yeah the different type of suit it, it, it better it better for di different type of temperatures absolutely pay attention to that the novakov suits um, some of the, we've been on some of the moons where the temperature drops down to below 200 degrees Celsius, mm -hmm. uh, high winds on Eda, other places, a lot of stuff that you have to be careful of. Some of us have gotten blown around before out there. Uh, be careful because you can get injured and hurt, which is great. Love it in the game, right? It brings more realism. But if you don't know, uh, and you get out of your ship, some of us have seen our ships even get blown around. Um, not, 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 not a good thing. Not a good thing. Okay. We have covered a whole lot of stuff here and done, wow, we've, we've covered a whole lot of topics. Uh, we've got one question in our Q&A area from Pops, and Pops in Space. He says, what job in the future of SC does everyone think will be a good AU, AUEC maker without a ship? Now, <clears throat> Pops, I'm gonna, ask that. I'm gonna try to answer that because it's kind of a weird question because this has come up before about what can you do if you don't own a ship? There are some missions that they have created in the game they're, they're basically box missions where you can pick up a box from one location, particularly like at Hurston, where you can pick up a box at one machine, take it to another machine, drop it. You can make a little bit of cash. 
if you don't have your own ship, then obviously the next best thing is going to be getting on a ship with someone else, another player, someone else who's in the game. But what will eventually come into the game, eventually, will be when transport gets put into the game. When NPC transport ships are in, ships that you can go to the spaceport, you can board and say, I need to take a ship from here to Port Olisar or to Orison. You may pick up that package there, get, get on that transport ship and go there via NPC and be delivered as well. So there will be avenues or ways for you to make money, even if you don't own your own ship. Anybody got any thoughts on that? So real quick shout out to Pops in Space and Fist to Face, the brothers from New Soul, the hottest music makers in the verse. Uh, yeah, I think I completely agree with you, Griff. The best, you know, you don't have a ship, crew up, join a crew, do whatever. I think in the future though, you've got people like GoMab who will tell you <clears throat> that you don't need a ship to make money. You need capital and you need the right form of investment and whatever. You need to be able to put that capital out and make it work for you. I think GoMab is going to be somewhere between Elon Musk and a mob boss where he's like sending people out there to make money to, you know, do stuff and return capital. And I think that that, you know, that is, I, I'd love to see it. Uh, what I would really, really, really love in my heart to see is this game to get so in-depth that the best money-making opportunities out there were for doctors and scientists. People out there that are doing medical play, uh, doing some advanced stuff, or people that are doing really high-level science mm -hmm. stuffs. Okay. That would be awesome, but that's a long ways away. Yeah, but it's coming. One more yeah. question from Big Black Gaming. Uh, do the panelists advise players to connect with strangers in game? Or is it really about orgs? What is the best tip for players who have historically played solo? Um, I would say this, BBG, uh, there are people who literally go in the chat and say, hey, is anybody looking for a gunner? Uh, there are people who say, hey, is anybody looking to go do so-and-so? You can put that in chat. And people, for the most part, if they're looking to um, need help because some missions, they do need help, they do need a gunner, uh, they do need somebody to help them do that bunker. For the most part, people are cool with that. You know, they're, they're not going to necessarily gun you down and kill you. Uh, of course, there's always that it could happen. But in general, I've seen people do it all the time. Obviously, buddying up with somebody that you know is great. But if you're right. a solo player and you're coming into a game like any other MMORPG, uh, there are a lot of people who do play solo, but over time they get to make friends with people. And because this game is a game that allows people to do solo stuff, but also says, hey, I need somebody that can help or just somebody to help crew with me. There are people that will do it. I, I think you just got to take a chance and do it and have fun with it. Uh, but, you know, I don't ever hear anybody about like, mass murderers out here killing every new player that wants to come in and ask for help. I, I haven't heard or experienced that. Maybe somebody, some of you have, but I haven't experienced that as an issue. I got to wrap it up, gang, because we still have a giveaway that we want to do uh, oh, before okay. we go today. Um, this is a different type of giveaway, and uh, Fastcart doesn't even know about this giveaway. Nope. How about that? I didn't even tell Fastcart about this. A date with Fastcart. I didn't Everybody even put in date, hashtag yeah, you want a date with Fastcart. A date with Fastcart. A date with Fastcart. Okay. Sherry Hyperg automatically wins. <laughs> this is going to be, we're going to give away some, some merchandise. We haven't done that in a while. We did it a little while back. We gave some hats and things away, but we've got some new merch. So I'm doing some shameless plugging for some of our new merch. And you get to pick, if you're the winner, you get to pick 
one of these items, not one, but you get to pick one of these categories of items. One is Soul Citizen water bottle. You guys see that? Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's one thing. Those of you who love your water, that's one. The other or one. Or you can put any liquid in there. Any, yeah, or any, yeah, don't start. Don't start, Kyle. Don't start. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what? I shouldn't show him the rest of this now fast card that I've said that. Or you can get a Soul Citizen tumbler. <laughs> For those of you who want to be able to drink your 16 ounces of something, uh, you can get this. Water. Okay. Water. Yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, water. Then if you don't want a tumbler, but you want like a more cooler glass, We've got a Soul Citizen's glass here, okay? More which is just kind of straight up and down or for water. And for mm -hmm. those of you who want more water, there's the Soul Citizen shot glass. So if you Woo! want that. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you win, you can have four of any of those three items. Four shot glasses, four drinking glasses, or nice. four tumblers. Because nice. to give you one would be stupid, right? You got to <laughs> share it with your friends, right? But if you get the if you win if you want the water bottle you get one water bottle these ain't cheap no, you get okay. one water bottle okay you're not getting four of these okay so mm. that's it so whoever the winner is all you have to say is hey I want the blah 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 and we will get that out to you so if you want the shot glasses we'll get you four shot glasses or whatever the case may be so let me clear the board here because folks are already lining up for <laughs> this particular. Uh, thing. We're going to have you put in exclamation point uh, drink, exclamation point drink. And if you are interested in winning in this, put in exclamation point drink. And we are going to roll for that. So you get, once again, you get either one water bottle, one big, four big tumblers, big tumblers with soul citizens on them. Four drinking glasses. I think these are like 12 ounce. And then I think this is like a two ounce or three ounce shot glasses. You get four of those. So, so you can get your drink. water in all different types. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any type of and, water and, you want to put in. And, sparkling water. And, <laughs> mineral water. And while, people are, are, while people are entering, I just want to mention that we will need your address. So if you don't feel comfortable giving that out, don't enter. They, listen, trust me. It ain't coming via drone. They know they got to give us an address, okay? So yeah, it ain't going to pop up so in your I'm house. You guys already sure. know the routine, all right? If you, There's no and other way we can get it say, to you without an address. As a tip and trick, I think I think we 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 remiss if you don't want to spend money on or any money on, on the game, come doing free fly, and we're having a free fly coming up uh, in July, I believe. Yes. So yeah, that'd be a perfect time to test out the game and, and try to get acquainted with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> and we got everybody in exclamation point drink if you're interested in getting some of the star, sorry, Soul Citizens merch. Okay, uh, Kai, give us a countdown on five, four, three for me. Five, four, three, dos, uno, now. And he goes Latin on me. Whoa, look who won that. We can't, oh, wow. we, I don't know if we can give it to Kai because he's a guest. Oh, no, 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 Reroll, I was just, I was just goofing around. I was just goofing around. Reroll, I want somebody to win it. I want somebody to win it. That's too funny. Okay. That's funny. All right, we're going to roll it again. Give us the count again there, Kai. One, two, one, two, three, cuatro. <laughs> All right, Nightshade, zero three. Yay, Nightshade. Nightshade, if you are out there, if you are out there, let us know. There, Nightshade is, there he is. Nightshade is there, or there she is. I don't know if it's he or she. Nightshade, please, please, please contact us. Um, you can send us a direct message through Twitch, or you can send it to uh, soulcitizens at gmail.com. 
Be sure, as FastCart mentioned, to send us the mailing address where you want it shipped. Tell us whether you want the shot glass, the drinking glass, the tumbler, or the water bottle, whichever one you prefer. And we will get that out to you ASAP, ASAP. And we're going to do more of these, gang. We're going to send some more of these out for you guys. So thank you guys for uh, hanging around and, and, and listening to us share all of our wealth of knowledge with you this week. Uh, let's talk about what we got coming up next week. Fast Cart, what we got going on Thursday? Thursday, we have our community talk show. We talk about ISC and um, Star Citizen Live and what's going on in the community that week. Mostly I'm covering um, the... the the weekend review and and uh, and, and on, on comic. So yeah, that is Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. UTC. Uh, join us for Soul Talk. That'll be on. Uh, well, it'll be on both YouTube and Twitch coming up. So yeah, absolutely. And then Saturday, Soul <laughs> Voices at 3 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. UTC. You can join the Soul Citizens community where they pull out questions from Reddit and from Spectrum, and they give you an opportunity to come in chat one-on-one, -on -one, talk with the, the hosts, and give your thoughts on the pulse of what's going on in Star Citizen these days. Why, thank you, Kai. You did that quite well. <laughs> and then Hello. next Sunday, uh, next Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern time, uh, we'll be doing the ARC star map. And we're going to have Dr. Murray on as our guest. And we're going to be talking about this the thing we talked about today, the star map. And we're going to be navigating through it. Those of you who never used it before, we're going to give you a little demonstration. We're going to talk about some of the highlights that are there, tie it into the lore, and just have a lot of fun with that next week. And uh, you can bring it up on your computer too. So if you can watch a stream and arc star, arc star map at the same time, you got a good computer. Cause that sucker nice. seriously wears <laughs> out your computer, but it is beautiful. And we're gonna talk about that next week. Um, other than that, I think that's about it. Kai, tell everybody once again, where they can find you please. Uh, you can find me Friday nights on Black Sky Legion on YouTube and Twitch, 8 p.m. Eastern, whatever UTC. You can find me at Black Sky Legion Discord, where we hang out. And you can find me a lot of times hanging out over here in the Soul Citizens Discord with the best people in the game. Absolutely, absolutely. And FC, tell people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter or fast under to a cart. You mostly find me here on, on Soul, Citizens, Soul Citizens on Thursdays and well, Saturday and Sunday, it depends on what, what, what we get. But yeah, mostly on Twitter. Okay, awesome. And again, thank you guys so much for being here with us this week. We appreciate you hanging out, sharing all the great stuff. You guys shared in the chat as well. Again, hopefully you guys saw our announcement that we now stream on both Twitch and YouTube simultaneously. So please share, like, tell your friends, start, tell people about the show, let them know. Uh, we are approaching... Oh, yeah. 2,000 followers. We are now at 1,970 followers. When we hit 2,000, we are going to give away a whole C on this show. 30 people nice. away. 30 people away. So if you guys get us to that 2,000 mark, if it happens next week, we'll do the whole C next week. If it's the week after that, we'll do it then. I'm sure we're going to get those 30 followers uh, by the end of July. So make sure you tune in over the next few weeks so you can be here for that giveaway for a whole C uh, that we're going to do and thank you guys so much for the follows the subs today uh appreciate all again all the comments that were given kai thank you again for just coming in and being a guest a great guest as always fc My thank pleasure. you as well for co-hosting yeah thank you thank you kai and i'm going to get you to come to mcdonald's with me 
I will I will hang out anywhere that Fast Cart oh is at, except for, a except for McDonald's. All right, we're going to do a raid to Pro Casadia. Will you guys get over to Pro Casadia? Give a shout out. If you like what you see, follow him. Let him know that you came from the Soul Citizens. And we're going to say to you, as we always do every week, take care of yourselves, stay healthy, peace, love, and soul. And we are out of here. Take care. Nanu, nanu. Ah, you killed me with that accent earlier. Which one?